Good morning. Welcome to the Cone Phone. I'm the Cone. You're the phone. We're going to talk today. Last time we talked, the Niners season was going great. They were in the middle of a very long winning streak, and we were all thinking about Super Bowl, although I did pick the Eagles to win. I thought it was going to be a closer game. I think no matter who you picked, Niners or Eagles, you were thinking this is going to be the most epic battle ever. Or some people felt Niners are going to destroy Philly. They're frauds. I had a lot of people saying Philly's no good. Philly sucks. Then the game went down the way it did. Now Niner fans are kind of like shell-shocked. Like, what happened? How did it end that easy, that quickly? Did we get blown out, or was that a fluke? Uh, so I'd love to hear your guys' take. Was it a successful season? Was it a disappointment? I mean, they ended up in the same spot they were last year, which is kind of funny. It was a great ride. We were all mad at first because they started slow, just like last year. Then, by I mean... By the end of the regular season, we were ready to give everyone on the team every freaking award that you could imagine. And then they get they end up right where they were last year. So is that good? And a C championship appearance, it's freaking, I mean, a lot of other teams can't say they did that. Is this good? Was it a great season? Are are they on the on the door on the cusp? Is this the team that's gonna win it all next year? Or did they miss their opportunity? I'd love to know what you guys think. This is a uh, Rorschach test. Guess who's first? Guess. How are you? you? I'm good, Grant. How are you doing today? I'm okay. You seem a little somber, but you're a Niner fan, so I get it. It is what get it the is. Look. It is get what the, it yeah, is. There you go. There you go. Yeah. So, yeah. It was a good season. Disappointing end. I had a feeling that the luck with Brock would come to an end at some point better now than in the Super Bowl if he imploded for whatever reason. So, yeah. Um, so, here's my. Here's a, I have a question for you, Grant. What do Mike McDaniel and Kyle Shanahan Kyle have in common this season? Kyle Shanahan and Mike McDaniel? Yes. A whole lot of quarterback injuries. Yes. Do you know yeah. why that may or not be? You would think that with Mike McDaniel being a an assistant coach for all those years following Kyle around, why he couldn't, you know... I mean keep Tua away from some of those kind of situations. Look, I'm not going to blame the coaches for everything, but I do feel like there are certain schematic concessions that Kyle and McDaniel make that most coaches won't because it's dangerous because the quarterback could get hurt where it's all about play action for these guys. They're a play action offense. And to make it really look good, you got to make the play action passes look just like the run plays. And on run plays, you would have tight ends block D ends. So to make it look exactly like that, you do it on pass plays too. You double team the nose tackle, Linval Joseph, who isn't even rushing the quarterback, just to make it look right. And you know what? It works because I gets open, but you can't protect it. You can't block it. And when the quarterback gets hit, these co- coaches say, they should have stepped up in the pocket. They should have got rid of the ball quicker. It's not, they've pretty much made it, uh, they've realized that they can blame the quarterback. And uh, the media will say, oh, okay, got it. To his fault. Yeah, that's that, what I look at it. Yeah, I was just thinking to a point. Kyle is right. If he handed it off, if the quarterback hands it off, then you can't get the quarterback injured. Right. I mean, I'd, he, he can, it's just it's just like you can do stuff like that. Of course, you want to make your play action passes look like your 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 runs, but you also have to be cognizant of the matchup. You can't just say because when I when we asked him after the game, he's like, "Well, I put 
Uh, tight ends on DNs all the time. Yup, yup. But that's Tyler Croft and that's Hassan Reddick. You can't just call that a tight end and that a DN. Like that's being facetious. That's your backup tight end who was inactive last week. And that's a game wrecker who wrecked the game. And you let him. You never let Aaron Donald wreck the game. You didn't let Micah Parsons wreck the game. You know the, you have a game wrecker in Nick Bosa. You have to make special concessions with these guys. You didn't. You lost. Sorry, I'm not yelling at you. I'm just excited. And I had a cup of coffee a minute ago. Yeah, I had a cup of coffee too. It was a little late for me, but that's yeah beside the point. Um, yeah. yeah, you actually see a, a two more questions for you. Do you actually see offensive line turnover this upcoming off season? Because I feel someone's going to overpay for McGlinchey, and if that's the case, that's great for him. I'm not going to yeah. say any player shouldn't get paid, but I also feel that with all the injuries and you know missing games that Trent Williams has had over his career, perhaps that is waiting on him. And, you know, he's tired of not being able to be at his peak every yeah. You know, interesting, if he did retire, it wouldn't be great because you couldn't um, find an upgrade. But that would be like almost $28 million that you would free up that you could use on like a lot of positions on the offensive line instead of just the left tackle. It's kind of intriguing. Um, I mean, it's not intriguing for him to re- retire. But if that's what he wants to do, it wouldn't necessarily be the end of the world for the 49ers because right now the, uh, he's just so expensive. He's expensive than most. He's more expensive than most quarterbacks, and he misses a couple games a year, and he doesn't score touchdowns, or throw the ball, or run the ball. But hell of a player, who also tips plays. Man, I can't get over that thing though. But McGlinchey, if he prices himself out, I think that's probably a good thing. Kind of like we we were all nervous about Thomason leaving, but you know what? Worked out. They got as good a play or better play for way cheaper. That's what you want. I think the Niners can find as good a play. The Niners can find McGlinchey level play for way cheaper than whatever he's going to get on the market. It's it's McGlinchey. Yeah, I kind of feel that with Trent Williams, it kind of reminds me of the Joe Staley situation towards the end when I believe Joe had that neck injury and said he didn't want to you know, go through a surgery and then all the rehab just to come back and you know not be at his physical best for that potential final season. But um, feel you. yep. Just watch the uh, the Last Dance documentary again for the fifth time since I do live outside Chicago. So for you, Grant, who would win in a fictitious series? The '96 Bulls that had the 72 wins, or that '73 win Warriors? Because that Bulls team had four, I'm going to say three elite defenders and one very good defender in Ron Harper, and then you could put whoever at center. And my argument is I believe Jordan would shut down Curry since he is one of those three elite defenders. And Pippen was 6'8 and had those super long arms and could make Durant's Pippen, life. Pippen was great. Pippen was great, yeah. I mean, it would be a great series. I just feel like the, the, the Warriors' ability to shoot threes just kind of – I mean, you know, teams didn't shoot threes like that in the 90s. It's tough to keep it, – it's tough to keep up with the Warriors when they're just barraging you with threes at like 40%. You know what I mean? If you I – mean, but I don't know. But I got to take more calls. But I might go with the Warriors in that one. But I'm, I'm a homer. I'm a well, homer. Gotta, Sorry. You understand, though, back then Jordan had to play with hand-checking. It's true. It's true. It's true. But we can get into this all day, baby. I love all you. Right. Good call. You have a nice weekend, Grant. You too. You too. All right. Bryant Culp and Austin. You guys hang in there. Bryant Culp, nice hat. Hey. What's appreciate up? it. I haven't worn it since the Chief game. So I feel it's a good time to wear it. I think it's fair. Right yeah. Oh, and, and let me show you real quick. I I pull it out every year if we we fall short. Next year. Next year. <laughs> I love it. I love so, it. So, I love like, it. But no. Um. 
Hey, I got a couple things. First off, I want to give you a shout out, you know, and your flowers. Um, I think you're the only person who is um, validated and who should be considered quality control of the year. Um, the Niners Ooh. definitely were listening. They just fell short at the end. You, you've been on this this whole let me, time. Let me hold myself accountable, though. Let me hold myself accountable, Bryant, because I thought I was doing a good job, and I felt like I was the catalyst of their 12-game winning streak. I mean, let's be honest. But before the game against the Eagles, I think I said that the Niners should be aggressive and take shots down the field. I think I said that. I think in retrospect, that was the wrong advice, and I take full responsibility for that because, really, they should have been running the ball and throwing quick passes and not – taking seven-step drop play action passes. I feel like personally responsible, Bryant. Personally. Well, I should I call Brock Purdy and apologize. I'm sorry. I, I hear you, but overall, the whole year, what you were doing, and a lot of people got behind you, and the Thanks. Niners did hear the noise, and they did make changes, and they did make decisions based on what you said. Um, the last game, you know, like, I think the Niners just went in thinking that they were better than the Eagles and didn't really respect their I, opponent. And it, the catch, you. the catch, I mean, not being able to see the – other angle and then not challenging or calling a timeout. That's, that's bad decision-making. That's why Kyle, um, some people say this team's like the bills, you know, nineties bills. And I no, I, I gotta tell you, it's, they're like the Andy Reid Eagles. We got, you know, they had five NFC championships, one Super Bowl loss. Now Kyle's got three NFC championships, one Super Bowl loss. Um, the yes, I'm counting Atlanta, you know? So I don't know. I think to me also, something- it's a lot like the Harbaugh years. I mean, mm-hmm. Kyle's personality is different. He's younger, but they get far, Three, they lose. And and yep. when Harbaugh would get to the to the end, like a lot of times he would be he'd be part of the reason. He would lose his mind in big moments. He would there would be delay of games. He would lose his cool. And like Kyle isn't that way, but at the same time, when he needed to throw a challenge flag or a timeout, he literally froze. So to me, I think there's a lot of similarities between Harbaugh and Kyle. And a lot of people wanted Harbaugh back. Well, I think you got him. <laughs> you got like forty three year old Harbaugh here right now. I mean, the season he had in Michigan is a lot like what the Niners just had this year. It's, a, it's very similar. They were doing great, and then they got to the Final Four and got smacked, and they were like, what the hell just happened? What was that? Were we good this year? Were we not? I don't know. Was it the schedule? I don't know. I guess we'll get them next year. So, you know, I know you got a lot of people calling, but I've been thinking about this just my little time of watching football, you know, and I'm about your age. I might be like a year older. And looking back to it, you know, like Steve Mariucci, the way I understand it, he lost the locker room, and that's what cost him his job. Theo and Garcia were fighting, and they had to go in a different direction. Then I heard the same thing that happened kind of with Mike Nolan and Singletary. They lost the locker room. They they moved on from them. Now we have, you know, the uh, Jim Harbaugh, he lost the locker room. There was a trade that was supposed to happen in, like, the 2014 season. And then I know he said something to Jed York about maybe being a kid. And that might have cost him his job. But it seems like once the Niners lose the locker room, they have to move in a different direction. So my question before you, I, I go is, is how close is Kyle to that point, losing the well, locker room? Well, I mean, room? it seems to me like if you make the playoffs, you can always say he had the locker room. They stuck together. They made the playoffs. If you miss the playoffs, I mean, he'll, he'll always make an excuse like there were injuries or whatever. But – I don't know. I think at that point, Jed, like, if they miss the playoffs next year because of injuries at the quarterback position, do you think fans and media are really going to, like, let Kyle use that excuse again? Or do you think he finally looks vulnerable? I think he finally be vulnerable. I think he has to keep his quarterbacks healthy next year. He used the, he used the excuse, like, f- seven times now. Got to keep your quarterbacks healthy. And if not, and you miss the playoffs, I don't yeah. know, man. I don't know. But he hasn't I missed mean, the playoffs yet. Let's see what happens. I guess you could argue that, you know, this year he could 
kind of validate himself and say, well, I didn't really need a, a healthy quarterback until the end, you know, because I went through three of them and I got this far. It was just at the end. I didn't have my fourth quarterback ready, you know. So, I mean, I don't know. That that That's, again, why did you have, Shouldn't have to need a fourth and, quarterback? Why yeah, did you have you to go to your fourth quarterback? You gotta keep people healthy, and it doesn't matter if it's your quarterback or or what. But it's like you know that you're an injury to Brock Purdy away from the whole season falling apart. You know that you don't have any backups anymore. Like, be a little bit safer. Be a little more cautious. Josh Johnson's not throwing the ball in the locker room or something. He's not. I mean, mean, Philly Philly's game plan was very cautious. They're like, we're not going to turn the ball over. We're not going to let Nick Bosa beat us. We're just going to be very vanilla on offense. The Niners were like. Here we go, baby. Philly, get to know Brock Purdy. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. 70 sacks right there. Chill. But no. Brian, I got to take more calls, man. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Last one. Last question. Last question. When they tied it up 7-7, you know, Christian McCaffrey yielded that touchdown. At that point, before the Josh Johnson fumble, do you think the Philadelphia Eagles felt it was a 50-50 chance at that point again? No. Okay. No. That's fair. I mean, the Niners, it was a game, but no. I mean – they they were bringing pressure. The Niners couldn't protect their quarterbacks. That that's to me why Josh Johnson fumbled the ball. I mean, the pressure was intense. It was instant. He he didn't just drop it because he was like you know because he sucks or he wasn't or he was, I mean, dude, the pressure was coming. And yeah, I'm the watching Niners it from the couch. Him. I'm watching it from the couch, and it definitely seemed like the Eagles fans kind of like you know it neutralized him at that moment. So, but hey, thanks for having me on. Keep up the quality control. You know, banana hands until he wins the ring. You guys have a great day. All right, man. Great Go stuff. Niners. See you, Bryant. Take care. All right, Austin. What's up? Hey, what's up, Grant? How hey. you doing, man? Where are you calling from? Everett, Washington. Everett, Washington. All right. Okay. I know where that is. I, I Sometimes I'm with uh, Softy and Mahler up in Everett. You know them on on the radio? Do you listen to the – they talk about the, the, the Seahawks. Never mind. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> All right. Uh, no, uh, this just really want to want to talk about being split, being split between the disappointing season and a success. So I do think the season overall was a disappointment, right? But we do have to consider and factor in all the things that happened with the quarterback situation, with all the injuries throughout. But overall, the the goal going in was to win the Super Bowl. We didn't do that. So my question to you is, because we've been battling this since 2019, did we blow it up and start from start fresh? I don't think you blow it up. See, I think, I think, I think another coach could, could seal the deal. I think other coaches could seal the deal. That's, that's what I'm afraid of, is that Kyle has built this and he's taken the team this far, but can he take them to the promised land? He's had four cracks at it, three. And coming up short, just like Harbaugh did before him. And I wonder, uh, he'll get another crack this year. That'll be that'll be another opportunity. And it, f- it seems to me that, here's my question with Kyle. You said that the goal is to win the Super Bowl. Is that his goal? Because at the end of the season, he'll be like, you know what? Only one team gets to win it. And these are one-game tournaments. And it's kind of unfair. It's, it's, it's unfortunate that you got to judge a whole season based on, like, every team goes home. What about all the good stuff we did? To me, what his goal is, is to win the coach of the year. Is some personal accolades. Because personal accolades, a lot of times, translate to team success. Because when he's on, you know, it's kind of like Aaron Rodgers. What's his goal? To win the Super Bowl or to win the MVP? I mean, a lot of times he wins the MVP and then he gets in the playoffs and he has like his worst performance of the year. It's like, dude, Aaron, what was that? And he's like, well, he's already accomplished his goal for the year. He's not Tom Brady. He's built different. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's 
I think yeah. one thing we will have to consider is if we were to replace Cal, I don't think there's, there's a coach out there right now that can come in and step in. Uh, Sean Payton is gone. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. Who Let me give you a name. Coming. To me, I, I like the Philly. I'm, I'm all about the, uh, the Eagles right now. I love that organization. I feel like they, they know what they're doing. And their offensive coordinator right there, a lot of people feel like that's the brains of the operation. Shane Steichen. He's done such a good job with Jalen Hurts. He coached uh, Justin Herbert for a year before then when he was a rookie. I feel like if you really want this team to take the next step, you got to have someone who can develop quarterbacks, particularly Trey. I mean, Brock's developed. But Trey, if you could get Trey playing like Jalen Hurts, okay. So, But I don't know. I mean, I don't know him that well. I would just bring him in for – I would at least get to know him. And the thing that's intriguing is what is Kyle worth in a trade right now? What do you think? What's he worth? Coach of the year? Coach of the freaking year? Two firsts? Yeah. Three firsts? When, when the Raiders traded Gruden, they got two firsts and two seconds. That's a lot. Yeah. I, yeah I'm not trying to convince you of something, though. Because what happened was the Niners were thinking this way with Harbaugh. And they tried to replace him and failed. But that was Balky. This is Lynch. I feel like people would line up for this freak. Good coaches. But it's to your point, man. You missed out on Sean Payton. Do you want Sean Payton? He, he only... He won one with Drew Brees. He, yeah, he got no. so he got banished from the league for essentially cheating. Eh, right. Yeah, a little sleazy. Well, yeah, I wouldn't you know? want him. But just just trying to factor in what do we have to replace him if we do trade him? Uh, Better get it right. Yeah, maybe that's a consideration. Right. Well, this is it's tough. Yeah. Kyle mentions it every time he's mentions it. It's tough to get to this point, which is true. Uh-huh. And for us, what's going to be tough is hey, do we move forward with Trey? Do we move forward with Brock? I, it seems like Brock's timeline is going to be right there around uh, training camp, you know, beginning of the season. So, I mean, it's, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough because if he's not healthy enough, I mean, can you start Trey? Can you play him a couple games? You saw what it was against the Bears right at the beginning. He started to get it going, but then at the same time, you know, you, you got this win-now-ready team. So it, it, it makes it tough. It makes it tough. What concerns me about this upcoming season is at the at the exit press conference instead of John and Kyle saying you know what we got to do a better job of protecting our quarterbacks what they said was our quarterbacks got to do a better job of protecting themselves that's, that's very alarming that's what they said I don't I can't sure. get over that because you know if that's their if that's their attitude this is gonna keep happening they're waiting for luck to smile on them good luck with that not good luck with that yeah. Austin great call man thank you all right take care. Let me just read a couple super chats, and then I got Bay Area Baller next. Chris Soto, 17. I just say that like it's risotto, like he's Italian. Over under 9.5 uh, this offseason, Grant saying ordering it today. I'm going to order it today. That's one. <laughs> Eddie Marco says, bro, I called it. Kyle would be the only one to lose it. The Niners from the first quarter looked like they didn't want to play. I said fire Kyle long a long time ago. I don't know, man. I mean, I feel like this that was how they were playing down the stretch, kind of like sleepwalking the game, uh, let the other team think that it was a game for a minute, and then turn it on. Well, this is Philly. We tried to say – I tried to say that this, that this team is way better than the other teams they'd faced, and a lot of people on this show and, and around Twitter and around town were like, no, they're not. Philly's not that good. And they still feel that way. And I feel like a lot of Niner fans are rooting for Philly to lose in the Super Bowl just so they could be like, see, Philly wasn't that good. Like, eh, well, whatever. Whatever helps you cope. I'm not. A, you know what helps me cope? Not being a fan. Mark says, Grant, you've been patient and quiet about this for a while. Enough time has passed. Put the truth on us about Javon Kinlaw. 
Man, I already said the truth. That's the thing. I said this. I said that. Well, all I did was state the obvious. But I did it a couple of years ago. And usually people are like, you got to give a guy three years before you say it. Well, I didn't. I gave it about a year. And now nothing has changed. So I don't, need, I don't feel the need to kick a guy when he's down. I kick people when they're up. Am I wrong? I'm not kicking a guy when he's down. That's not what I do. It's easy. Anyone could do that. Alex, thank you very much. Kyle Shanahan's up. So I'm kicking, right? You see how I do? Barry Baller 18, was, it's so good to see you. Nice to see you, G. I woke up early. I found an open gym out in Concord to play some basketball. And I haven't played. Your boy is washed, Grant. Found Ugh. out I'm washed up this morning. Hey, man, those anyway, mid-30s hit hard. You ain't kidding. Hey, Grant, <laughs> I want to I wanna talk about uh, a couple frustrating decisions from this, uh, this Eagles game. And the first one was in that first quarter, right? The fourth and three. How do you not throw the challenge flag? That's a big time moment. Like fourth yeah. down, that's so pivotal. Like you're you're gonna if that if they throw the challenge flag, yeah. you're gaining possession of the ball. Instead, yeah. the Eagles got the ball inside the five yard line. You know, low risk, high reward. Down. Low risk, high reward decision. Throw the flag. You don't lose. You don't stand to lose much, but you stand to gain a ton of freaking momentum. All the momentum. I mean, it changes everything. And at least if, if you're like having a brain, like like if you're just locking up, call, throw a timeout, call a timeout, think call, about it. Slow great. the they game didn't down. Use think any about timeouts it. in the first half. They went. They did went they use any timeouts in the entire game? With all three timeouts I, yeah. in their pocket. Yeah, crazy to me. Crazy to me. Yeah. So that and especially Hufanga's going like this. Hufanga's right there, and he's saying incomplete, yeah. incomplete. But and then the other frustrating thing, Grant was. You know, Josh Johnson, after Jimmy went down and I was kind of looking around, I actually, I, I wanted Josh Johnson. And I thought it was a good move just to bring him in as a backup. You know, he's experienced. He's been in the league knows the system. 14 years. He's, he's been with the Niners previously, knows the verbiage. Got to say, man, I was really disappointed with how Kyle Sh- – well, Josh Johnson's performance was disappointing, but it was also the situations Kyle Shanahan put him in, right? Purdy went down. Hassan Reddick nearly ripped his elbow off. Josh, Boom. Josh Johnson comes in. Then the second nice snap, the second snap, they try to bring Kittle across the formation to pick up Hassan Reddick, who's a See. four-five guy. Hassan Reddick is shot out of a cannon at the line of scrimmage. That block. That, that no play play. actually upsets me more than the first one. No chance. Because you saw exactly. what happened the first time. Yes. You did it again. You did it again, Doubled man. Down on blocking I can't, Hassan I can't, Reddick I can't, with the tight end. You tried to bring yeah. him across. It was. It was an impossible block for Kittle to make because yeah. Hassan Reddick is shot out of a cannon. So those yeah. are just two frustrating things I wanted to bring up. But Grant, yeah. I, I wanted to I'm with that. you on that, man. And what's crazy is like it happened boom, boom, boom in the first quarter and then the game's over. And, and the Niners are, are still over there like, what happened? Oh, my God. What a what a coincidence. Like what, what, a, what misfortune. I wish we could have. Yeah. Well, you know what? Things happen that way. If you're not on it from the beginning, sometimes things can go left. And if Kyle had been on it, maybe the Niners win that game. But you know what? That's just that's just the I way it we went still down. I had a chance when Josh Johnson came in, but then as soon as he can I ask you, know, you a question? Concussion, it was a wrap. Yeah. As a Niner fan, after this, after the way this happened, are you are you still confident that Kyle Shanahan will win a Super Bowl with the 49ers? I'm still rolling with Shanahan. I'm still rolling with Shanahan, and I know you've been talking Steichen. I will say he's interesting. But you didn't answer my question. What's that? You didn't answer my question. You're rolling with Shanahan. I'm rolling with Shanahan. But that doesn't mean you think he's going to win a Super Bowl. That just means you're you're, you're supporting him. You see what I'm saying? 
Do you yeah. think this is a hard question? Will he? Okay, see, man, Niner fans wavering a little bit. <laughs> wavering, wavering. I've been, I've been watching too much Grant Cohn, but I All like right, Snyder. That's fair. I will, I will say, um, Sirianni was calling plays at the start of last year, and the offense was going nowhere. That's when they turned play calling over to Steichen. But I want to get Steichen to the meat of my call real quick because I, yeah. I got too many subscriptions. One of them's PFF, right? The top oh, five wow. players on the, the 49ers offense in terms of PFF grade, number one, Jordan Mason. Uh, in limited huh? snaps, limited snaps, Jordan Mason had a I believe it. When, did you, when do you ever see Jordan Mason have a negative play? Ever. Yeah, it, was, it was all good. It I doesn't mean, happen. Everyone, everyone. It doesn't happen. Get Jordan They're Mason so worried about what he might do to ruin the game. But no, no, Tyler Croft ruined the season, but Jordan Mason couldn't play. I'll never get over Tyler Croft being put in that situation. You trust Tyler Croft, but you don't trust Jordan Mason. Why not go six line? Why not bring in? That's just something I've thought of. Why not bring yeah, in six? I'm with you on line? that, man. If you want to block him? Bring yeah. in a six guy because if even if you have yep. a sixth offensive lineman there, it's like, well, they can we could run it right with a six. Yeah. We could put him. We could pass it and just block. Yeah, him. you might be able to protect. But yep. to round out the rest of the top five on offense, Trent Williams was two, sure. and then McCaffrey, George Kittle. And then Eli Mitchell, lowest graded starter. Eli Mitchell graded. in his like twenty seven snaps. Whoa. Oh yeah, and it's, it's they they don't. This is just overall grade. So the fair snap enough. Counts, he the snap was he count, was very why, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I think Ayuk okay. was right after Mitchell. But the lowest graded starter per PFF. You have a guess Burford. on that? Burford. Spencer Burford. Spencer Burford, lowest graded starter. Burford. Which. He's yeah, a rookie. I I'm not. I, I'm not surprised. Yeah. I actually expect he'll play better next year. I think he was kind of. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, he was the worst offensive lineman on the team. He was. He was worse than McGlinchey. He got beat the most. Yeah, defensively, the the lowest graded player. You got to guess on that one on the defense. And it was actually the lowest graded player on the team. Uh, Kinlaw. Javon Kinlaw. With a grade of he was hurt the whole 29. year. I feel like I'm Javon Kinlaw's advocate now. Like, dude, he was hurt the whole year. Like, <laughs> let's give him one more chance. He's not going anywhere. You can't. You don't save any money by cutting him. No one's going to trade for him. Give him one more chance. You know what I'm saying? All right, Rapid Fire. I know you got people waiting. Rapid not as a starter. Yeah. Yes or no? 49ers free agents. Are they returning? All right. Okay. Jimmy Ward. Probably not. Samson Ebukam. No. Emmanuel Mosley. No. I'm going yes. I'm going key. I think he's going to be really expensive. But if they bring him back, great. I hope they do. But I think he could, think, even coming off the ACL, he's a corner. His numbers were phenomenal. I don't know. I know. That'd be yeah, something. I yeah. agree. He's yeah. good. McGlinchey. No. No. Omenahu. No. No. Al Shair. No. No. Uh Jake Brendel. Led led the offense in snaps. Maybe. On the maybe. Field. I mean, what's Brendel's the plan if you don't? Yeah, I'm maybe. Yes. Yeah. I'm saying yes. 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 Yeah. yeah. I'm saying okay. Last three. Jordan Willis. Yes. Yes. Uh, like Brunskill. I'm going. Why yes, not? He could be the backup. Why not? Any no one's going to give him a multi-year deal. You give he's him a one-year deal. But yeah. I think he's a good backup. So if you can get, yeah, he'll go cool, test the market. That. He won't find much. He'll come back at a one-year deal. Do it again. Last one I got for you, Tayshawn Gibson. I feel like they got to sign one of Ward or Gibson, and they'll Have probably to. sign the cheaper one. Have to. That being said, 
What makes this interesting is D'Amico. Who does he want? Yeah, he's going to steal. I'm if guessing. he wants Gibson, you know what I'm saying? Because he loved – it seemed like he yeah. loved Gibson. So, if I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, um, there's so many yeah. ex-49ers coaches everywhere. They're going to pluck some of our guys. You know it's going to happen. Yeah, they will. Whether it's they will. And D'Amico's trying to pluck Kacerik. D'Amico's wow. coming for Kacerik. Wow, yeah, and that's, that's why the Niners are like, oh, can we promote him to defensive coordinator just to like keep him around? It's like, yeah, I don't even know if he want. I mean, I'm sure he'd love the the promotion and the and the and the pay increase, but he literally said to me on camera like, I don't like watching coverages. <laughs> I was like, I, I don't know how you do that. Yeah, okay, it sounds like a no go. Yeah, to, for me, yeah, man. it's a no go. Yeah. All, All right, right, big man. dog. Great to you see you. Man. Have a good weekend, man. Peace. Uh, Jerry Baker, I see you pulled over. I got you next. Just let me just do the super chat real quick. Dustin Dagg says, when Jed took over, he said we want to compete for Super Bowls. That doesn't sound like winning. Um, we continue to see the results, close but not close. And that's a good point. The Niners certainly can compete for Super Bowls. You got to give them that. And if that's the goal, then the Niners are just huge successes. Jerry Baker, thank you so much for pulling over, man. How you doing? Hey, what's up, Grant? How you doing? I'm good, man. Where you calling from? Oh, uh, right now I'm in Antioch. I'm at work, but I'm from Hayward. Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah. All right. Oh, uh, yeah, it's my first time calling in, man. I've tried to call in before and stuff, but I always catch you pretty late. And it's hard for me to catch the lives. I just, like, listen to them back while I'm working and stuff. But about uh, around Christmas time, my girl paid for you to do a cameo, and you kind of told me to call in. So I kind of ended up just calling oh. in off of that. So I got the cameo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, man, because I missed a bunch during the playoffs. I just fell apart. So I'm glad I came through. No, yeah, yeah. It was, it was hella funny. It was like the day of Christmas, I think, and I was catching up watching one. Or no, it was the day after, and I was catching up watching the one like with you and Ryan. And then she was okay. like, oh, check your check your phone. And I looked, and I was like, oh, shit, what the hell? And I'm, I'm watching you, and then you pop up and I'm like, I did, man. That's funny. It was, cool. Yeah, it was pretty funny. No, yeah, man, I'm not going to lie, though. It's kind of it's heartbreaking the way the season ended, man. Freaking. Yeah. yeah. Me I'm only I'm only 26 years old, so I, I I didn't really start getting into football until like the last like 10 years or so. Like being in middle school, high school, and playing and watching it, I, I started watching around like Alex Smith, and we had like Mike Sing Singletary and all that, man. Oof, yeah. So it has been a hard come a long way. Man, come oh, a long yeah, way for, for sure, for sure. Come man. a long way. <laughs> it's just hard with these with this Kyle stuff, man. Always making it to these big games, you get your hopes up, and then I, it's like just getting my heart broken every time, man. Yeah. All these quarterback situations, like I was looking at it today because I always hear you guys talk about like every year quarterback after quarterback after quarterback. And I went back and since Kyle's been here, he's had 15 starting quarterbacks in his system. Wow. Add it all up together, it's like 15. If you want to add Josh Johnson in for the quarter and a half he played, that's 16. But, oh, man. I was thinking like it'd be fun to go through and like see how long he could keep a quarterback healthy. I like, was what, trying to do a what is the longest streak? I think he had like a twenty game streak with with Jimmy, where he had like the nineteen games of twenty nineteen, and then like the the one the one game that was it. And ever ever since then, it's like every eight games there's another injury, there's another injury. And the Niners are like, oh man, what awful luck! What is the deal? Is it us? No, it couldn't be us. It's these freaking quarterbacks. Trey, trying to blame the quarterback. Protect yourself. <laughs> Sorry. It's like, <laughs> I don't get that, man. Nah, yeah, and, then, and then we got Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, coming through and balling out, looking like the freaking best quarterback out here at the moment. And then he goes and gets him hurt with freaking... That's what kills me, too. The Niners still tell themselves that they're unlucky. Guys, you had Mr. Irrelevant 
playing like a franchise quarter. You're the luckiest franchise in the world. You were given a gift from God. No one gets the Mr. Irrelevant to be that good. You got it, and and now he's hurt. Yep. Don't tell me you're unlucky. You're lucky. Yeah, and now they're trying to rush him back and pressure him to come back early. And man, what, if I was Brock Purdy, what, what he needs to do is he just needs to listen to, to what everyone's saying and just take the surgery, take the time off. He's still young. He's only a, a you know if he older. does that though, he'll be in Kyle Shanahan's doghouse forever, forever. But, you know he will. Kyle's petty. But there's the option. You keep saying. That so if we don't make the playoffs next season, it's the time to fire Kyle because it's looking like the Andy Reid situation with the Eagles. Yep. So what if Brock takes the time off? We go to Trey and give Trey the time that we've all been waiting for him to have. We've been waiting True. two years for him to, to get have his time. So let him yep. have his time, and then if Kyle folds with them, bam, get rid of Kyle. Depend on how Trey does. I like Trey. I was always pro Trey, but now I like Trey too. Boxed, so, so it's kind of like, like both. I, I'm going back and forth between the both. Of them. I like them both. Exactly. The Niners need like, a coach who can keep one of them healthy. Exactly, one of them. exactly. And then, but if Kyle doesn't pull it off with Trey next season, then we get rid of Kyle. Depend on how Trey does, maybe keep him around as a backup or not. But then we got Purdy coming into a new system with. Uh, it should be good, man. Hopefully, but we don't know. We got to we gotta see how it plays out. Then no wonder Kyle they're putting might, so much per- pressure on Purdy to come back, man. It's, it's, a, it's a lot of stake for the Niners this year. Oh yeah, I mean you never know, right, man. Kyle, Kyle's got his bag of tricks. So. Me, <laughs> All right, Jerry, man. Have a good one. <laughs> All right, man. Good stuff, man. Yeah, for sure, dude. Later. That was tight. Eddie Marcos, Kyle will not win a Super Bowl. He always chokes. Um, that's how I feel. Kyle, prove me wrong. Although I do feel bad that I told him to take shots in the NFC Championship. What was I thinking? What was I thinking? I was tripping on that one. My bad, guys. My bad. Uh, all right. All right, all right. Oh, man, I was about to get Phoenix, but he bounced. Okay. Cali, 90. I rock. What's up? I'm just telling right here, caught your yeah. show a little late, but, you know, kind of sad about how, you know, we lost the NFC Championship, but um, I just want to spin it forward to next year now. Like, I'm Thank like, you. Thank so you. Enough. In this last week, had to, I over. had to just like, yeah. well, guys, like, we didn't have a quarterback and our defense <laughs> like, well, but yeah, like, hey, you know, nah, fuck this. I want to go next Let's year. Let's move on. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. move yeah. on. Which yeah. I want to move on is with Trey. Like, I really mm-hmm. think this kid needs a shot. I am so, like, done with – I really just – I really wanted Kyle and, Sh- and Sh- uh, Lynch just to be like, you know what? You know, because of Cur- Purdy, Purdy's injury, you know what? We're rolling with Lance. That's it. Let's just go behind Lance. If Purdy comes back healthy and he shows us that, damn, he's the same player he was at the end of the year, and then we maybe – Trey doesn't have a great off like um camp, then you could be like, you know what? All right, you know what? We we said this is Trey, but you know what? Let's go with Purdy or mm-hmm. or whatever. I'm just I really think Trey Lance should get the chance though. I just think that his upside is will make this offense so much better. Instead like, of yeah. rushing Brock Purdy yeah. back too soon. Yeah, like, exactly. Let like, Brock Purdy take the right about. amount of time. Yeah. Let Brock Purdy take the right amount of time. Let Trey Lance fill in in the meantime. You say you have two starting quarterbacks, so don't be desperate and do something that could hinder Brock's future. Be confident in Trey, too. Give him his freaking chance. I've never seen a quarterback get more scrutiny after four games. An athlete, four games. Four. And people were like, man, I've seen enough. What? His four games were perfectly fine. 
for a rookie. What? I've seen much worse from rookies. It is crazy. I don't understand that. It's not just it's not just like us talking about it. It's other people from other teams that don't even watch this team and were like, yeah. yo, like Lance is a bust. I'm like, bro, you you haven't seen You don't even know. You haven't even seen it yet. No. And then I I hated the fact they're like, well, we have a good offensive line or, or like the Niners do. And I'm like, no, bro, we really don't. Like, it's not. It's no. Maybe no. solid. It's well coached. There's yeah, a good left tackle. Like, you know what I mean? It, it overachieves, but it's not. Yeah. I mean, go back and watch this game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah. Then, like, yeah. I would love to get that defensive coordinator, though, from Carolina. I think he'd be really. Wilkes. Wilkes, yeah. yeah. Um, but other than that, I just. D'Amico's going to take a few other defensive players, just kind of like Sala. Yeah, I, would think, I think he's going to take Al Shair. Yeah. I mean, I want Al Shair, Mosley, um, Gibson. Those are three guys I'm wondering, are they going to end up in Houston? Yeah, he might even take yep. some of the D tackles as well. The D player. He could. He could and take a Menahue. Just take Did one. Menahue from, come from there? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then he could also take from one uh, of each, like a D lineman, linebacker. It's true. It's, it's absolutely true. Yeah. He could. Uh, yep. uh, oh, some at least yep. one in each position that knows the defense. But that's all mm-hmm. I wanted to say, man. I just I think Trey deserves this chance. I think it's time for Trey. I think because after this next year, they have to decide: Are we going to do the fifth year option? They have to decide. After they got to figure that out. Yeah, this is big. If he sits or he gets, then you're not going to pick. Then you won't pick up the fifth year option. Yeah, and then he goes somewhere else, and then like then we'll be in the same situation. Maybe the Giants are. Yeah. Where, where like, you finally play him, he might play yeah. well, and then what do you do? Yeah, and you're like, oh, yeah. well, you didn't get that fifth year from him. Now you're like, yeah. oh, I'm going to have to overpay, and if he doesn't pan yeah. out, yep. there was another Overpay spot. based on one year. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it all gets weird. They got to play him. I'm with so you, that's man. why, yeah, they ha- I think they have to play him, and then decide from there. And if we, and I, I've been a big Trey fan since college, so even if, they, if he doesn't pan out, fine. Like you said, move on. Let's go to the next quarterback. If it ain't him, it's the next guy. If it ain't that guy, but we just got to find a QB that will stay healthy all year and play good. That's it. Absolutely, man. But good call. Thanks, man. Thanks, yep. man. Thanks for calling in. Uh, Marcus. 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 What's up? What's up, Grant? How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great, man. I'm great. Chilling at home, watching. Must be a glutton for pain, though, because I'm watching this. Kyle's first collapse with the Niners in the Chiefs Niners Super Bowl. It's on the NFL Network right now, finishing up. Oh wow, it's right now. That's fun. Yeah. Everyone, tune in, guys. See how <laughs> see how it ends. It's bad. There's a, there's only a minute left. It's over. Oh god. Uh, I've been through. Is it. Nick Bosa crying? Nick Bosa crying. He, Nick he, Bosa crying. <laughs> Even though he got held that whole game, our whole defensive line. He did. It was crazy. He got the snot bubbles coming out too. It was snot <laughs> bubbles. It was bad. Yeah. 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 But um, yeah, I I want to talk about next year because. Yeah, there's no reason of going back for me and, and talking about that game. Cause, but the one thing that I want to talk about, because I think, honestly, 2023 is the last year of our run championship, mm. probably due to the salary cap situation, unless we kind of trade Bosa for Trent Williams going forward as far as salary cap goes, or unless we trade Bosa. Uh, yeah, because pretty soon the Niners are going to have like three of the most of the highest paid players in the league yeah. on the same team. Yeah, it's crazy. But one Trent, thing, Bosa, yeah. I got three points Armstead. that I want to the um, first one was just a change in scheme to protect the quarterback. I mean, you can't there, – there's got to be something that uh, Kyle can do as far as not – you know, re- like, you, like you keep talking about, respecting 
DNs, respecting the 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 you know the DNs, the the good DNs and good defensive tackles in this league, and not putting them in situations where they can get one on one matchups that are favorable with tight ends. You yeah. know, I went back and looked. I saw a clip. Uh, if you go back and look at the hit that um, Jimmy Garoppolo took in Tennessee last year, where he got hurt, Kittle was blocking a D end. Like, I mean, like this is these are schematic mistakes. Yeah. Why are getting, you doing this? He was yeah. getting thrashed around in this game. It was crazy. Yeah. But then, yeah. In the mobile. So, um, yeah. uh, second point was just the the trenches. Like, I don't remember the last time we got dominated in the trenches like we did in this past game. On both sides of the ball. It was pretty bad, in my Also, opinion. Bosa, man, like, we talked about Bosa again, but he was just MIA down the stretch. I mean, he he was making – he was playing, but he just wasn't the same Bosa, and that's a problem. They needed Bosa to play his best down the stretch, and it seemed like he burnt himself out trying to go for that record. That's the way I saw it. Or he got hurt. I don't know. Just to get there. He just was not the same in the playoffs. <clears throat> yeah, so I think that's that's the main thing in the draft, at least, is to, to – I know – our first pick isn't until probably around number 100, but we got to... Unless they trade Kyle Shanahan today, which I'm thinking they probably won't. <laughs> which isn't going to happen. I'm guessing they probably won't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, that's what I'm looking forward to the draft, is to see what we can come out of the draft on <laughs> offensive line and defensive line, at least for depth going forward. And if we can get that diamond in the rough, that'd be great, obviously. Um, yeah, agree. And then Danny Gray, man. Um, the deep ball threat, just opening up the offense next year. That's what I'm looking forward to. Uh, I think I Trey, feel like Danny Gray is specifically here for Trey Lance. No one else can really take advantage of Danny Gray. Yes, but with I mean with with Trey Lance, you saw what it looked like in the preseason. Yes, with Danny Gray, DMC, yeah. yeah. Debo. I mean, there's no excuse going like like I'm saying. The last, next year is the the last year, in my opinion, of of having the stacked at least offense. Now that the defense is kind of yeah. Going. I mean, they're 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 cheap at quarterback, but they are not cheap at. D end, left tackle, middle linebacker, D tackle. I mean, tight end, running back. Five of the highest paid players in the league at their position. Yep. 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 So, All right, Marcus. Have a good rest of your day. Thanks for having me. All right. Take care. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, Niner Gang, you're muted. Just got to press that little uh, microphone button on the screen. There you go. Grant, what's going on, buddy? First time on the show, man. Been watching you. Love your content, my brother. Where are you calling from? Fresno, California, my friend. Nice, nice. Good old Fresno. Nice. All right, let's talk. I got, I got three little points I want to hit on real quick, man. It's real short and sweet, too. Go ahead. Floor is yours. Quarterbacks on the Niners under Kyle Shanahan. Doesn't matter which one we have. You can have Tom Brady. You can have Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. It's going to be the same outcome. You're getting hurt. You're getting hurt. Same outcome. You're going to get hurt. play calling in his big head. So, it's true. That's one. So I don't think it doesn't matter what quarterback we got. This is where we're at. We might reach yep. in. That's it. That's not what yep. it's about. It's about the one big game. That's it. I think so. I think so. <clears throat> Last one, man. Next thing real quick is keep hearing all this talk. Superstar roster, blah, blah, blah. Super Bowl caliber. Where? CMC? Maybe the linebackers? Bosa. Hurt? Although not in the playoffs. And B.A. as receivers, B.A. was yeah. the best one, but he wasn't yep. a superstar. He was no Devontae Adams this year, you know, that's but that's true. not his fault. Not his that's fault. True. Not his fault. That's true. That's true, though. That's true. I mean, B.A. is really good, but there we've seen some – a lot. I mean, we've seen what wide receivers who are truly elite look like. It's not that. Yes. Yeah. 100%, yeah. man. 100%. Yeah. So, I don't think who it is. I don't, 
don't care what quarterback we got. I believe we're going to end up in the same place every year, sitting at home, watching the Super Bowl with all 30 other teams. You know, all yeah, somewhere somewhere between the, the fifth and third best team in the league. That's it. That's it, man. And then yeah. that's just what I think it's going to be. It's a confusing spot to end, right? Because you're like, wow, we're great, but not good enough. Or are we? Did we get bad luck? Or it's the Niners. The Niners keep reacting to it like, let's let's just not overreact. Let's just stay the course. It's like, ugh, maybe you could just like change one thing and then win, but they won't. I don't know. Last year, like again, last year, what they thought was let's let's revamp our special teams. Like, man, couldn't look what Philly did though. Like that's the thing. You keep staying the same, but there's always going to be one team that makes a you know a push, a push. Well, Philly made a push. You freaking didn't. And you finished in the same spot as last year. That's what you did. You finished here, then you finished here again, and and you're surprised. You didn't make a push. Exactly. It's like the business world. If you ain't growing, you're not growing. Yes. You're not improving. You're 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 losing. Because there's gonna be another team that is making that anyway. Hundred percent. I mean, the Niners when they seen Philly, even when Brock before Brock was down, they wasn't ready for that. That line, our offensive line, has no business going up against a line like that. When they got their two defensive ends, care less what play you're calling, hunting the quarterback strictly, they don't respect your offensive line in any way, shape, or form. And we see. I don't get what I don't get was how like to me. I feel like the Niners respected Dallas's D line. Everything about the Niners' uh, um, game plan against Dallas was safety first. Let's not let this D line because they got so many good players. Let's not let let them ruin the game. They didn't. Purdy was healthy. He didn't uh, give away the ball. They scored 19 points. They won. This game, it was like no respect for that Eagles defensive Zero. line. Like Zero. Who, they're better than Dallas. <laughs> what? What happened with that scouting? I don't understand that. I really, really thought and was hoping and praying Kyle would go in there and finally use Hughes check and let's get our money out of him and have him in the backfield, even with CMC Run just chipping the, chip the freaking Run the ball. Chip yeah. That's I mean, McCaffrey had a good game. The the Eagles never stopped him. They never shut him down. At all. They could have had the Niners could have made it that kind of game and should have in retrospect. I take responsibility for not they should have win. recommending it. CMC, CMC, Mason. CMC, CMC, Mason. Because you know Kyle's not going to get away from CMC no matter what we want. You know? Right. And he chooses not to. And I mean, I, I am blown away. I, I love CMC. He's a great player. But I'm blown away. That he stayed healthy through the season but with the beating that he took. I know. I know. I mean, there was some it, yeah. hits that I was like, he's not getting up. And he popped I up. Agree. Like, yeah, he, he was he was terrific. I got to take some more calls. You, you got a yes, final sir. point? That, that's it, man. All I right, man. mainly hit on the quarterback thing. And I just, I really feel we're not going nowhere until something above the players changes. And that's kind of where we're at, man. Right, well, I'm with you on that one, man. Take care. Love your content, brother. Catch you next time. Appreciate you. All right, Thanks. take care. Fresno's finest. All right, BT cards, Christian, Rod Simmons, no borders. Then we got uh, John, Ethan. You guys hang around, all right? I'm going to get to you. I got another hour. BT cards. What's up? You're uh, you're just um, muted. Just got to press that little thing on your screen. The little, there you go. Yes. So I've been a fan since 2011, since the Jim Harbaugh era. And I'm tired of seeing this team always coming short. 2011 was the Giants game. 2012, the Super Bowl. 2013, the Seahawks. Then, mm-hmm. you know, we had very bad years, years in which I still supported this team, right? Because, you know, mm-hmm. I'm blind. Then, 
in 2019, I got my hopes up. I was like, finally, a, a great Super Bowl. We have a decent quarterback in Jimmy G, a great defense, and they blew that up. 2020 was weird because the team was there with injuries. And all I've learned from this time is that this team will get nowhere if you don't fix that O-line. You need that O-line fixed. Four quarterbacks in one season. That No team has ever done that. Not even the team with the most quarterback injuries in past year has done that. Four QBs in a season. You cannot go forward if you don't fix that O-line. I don't care what it is. You need to fix the O-line. Tell them. You're right, man. Because it's like, look, the Niners invest everywhere. They tell themselves they have this juggernaut team. Where's the O-line? You got the left tackle. But it seems like everyone else on the O-line, you got Jake Brendel. He's solid, but not great. Spencer Burford, I mean, he's not good yet. He's a mid-round pick who might improve. McGlinchey, not good enough. Aaron Banks, so you got two. You got two guys that the other – That I mean, how many offensive linemen on the Niners would start for Philly? One? Now, One. The One. issue is Philly D-line is it's, it's a monstrous D-line. Like mm-hmm. 40 plus sacks. Yeah. Like, yeah. I knew this team was going to have a hard game with that D line because, you know, all of these guys are it, great. I, I, it seems Philly, what D'Amico said, which was interesting, when he was breaking down the Eagles' offense, he said, You got to remember with this offense, the strength of their offense is their offensive line. And you don't really think about that because they got Jalen Hurts and AJ Brown and they have all these skill players, but actually, the best. Unit on their offense is their offensive line, which sets the tone for everything that they do. The worst unit on the Niners' offense is their offensive line. Yeah, running back, tight end, wide receiver, quarterback—all better than their. It's the weakness of their offense. Of their offense, it can't be. They have half an offensive line. It's they got to do better than that. Because what's crazy is their defensive philosophy is D line, D line, D line. Pressure the quarterback. Pressure the quarterback. Okay. If that's what you think you got to do on defense, then on offense, you should be prioritizing protect the quarterback, protect the quarterback, protect the quarterback. How do you not get there? I don't, yeah. I don't understand. Now, yeah. secondary, you got to lock E-Man. Like, you can let that guy go. He was the best. He was the best corner, in my opinion, last year until he got hurt. Emmanuel Mosley, you can lose that guy. You know? You can say that Demon Linear can develop, but I just feel like, Iman is safer, you know. He can do the job better than Demo Demo Lenore. Uh, in safety, yeah, but hold on. Let's let's stay there for a second. Thinking how the Niners think. Iman is really good. Even though he got he tore his ACL, he's gonna get a big uh, offer. Are the Niners gonna match it, or are they gonna say, you know what, Lenore can do it for way cheaper. Lenore's pretty good. Lenore came on strong. I don't know. I guess a lot of this depends on the new whoever the new defensive coordinator is going to yeah. come in, look at the roster, and have opinions on the players. Yeah. So D'Amico's gone. I, this defense could look different next year. I don't know. Yeah. Then on safety, I don't know. I think Ward's leaving. You know, guys getting old. I don't know if Gibson is going to go to the Texans due to how D'Amico was having fun with him. But I don't know, man. This team just got to fix the O line, man. And I don't know, man. Like, I'm tired of seeing this team fall apart. And Dylan, I have something to say. Javon, what has he done? Like, I like more the other guys. Javon Kim, you know what, what really dis- This team yeah, moved nothing. up in the draft in 2020 just to get him. What has he done? Like I hold say, on. I always say he's, he's trying. He's hurt. But hold on. Let me come back to McGlinchey, the offensive line. Mm-hmm. If they re-sign McGlinchey, 
I'd be very disappointed. Oh. Hopefully he's too expensive. But it's just like, guys, you got to get better. Bringing back McGlinchey ain't it. You got to get better on the offensive line. And if yeah. they don't, then it just shows more like denial. The denial that they're afflicted with. BT cars, yeah. good stuff, man. Where are you calling from? Uh, Mexico. Where? In Mexico. Uh, Monterrey. Uh, okay. Near the border. Okay. 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 See, because I was in Mexico City this this season, so now I'm an expert. All of a sudden, yeah, I went to the game. I was there one time. Yeah, that was fun, man. Have you been to Mexico yeah, City? That was a great game. That was the best Jimmy G game since the Saints won, in my opinion. That was my favorite game of the season, man. It was the best crowd I've ever seen in a football game. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, they were intense, man. They yeah. booed the halftime act off the stage. Booed them off. It was amazing. You know, uh, that that group isn't really like a favorite group in Mexico. Like, okay. No one but in America, they, a lot of times there's terrible halftime acts and people are like, well, I'm just going to go get some hot dogs or something. Like, they stayed out there like, no, no, no. Fuck these guys. <laughs> it was yeah, so no, funny, fun. man. Hilarious. Yeah. Anyway, I got to go. Good to see you, man. Later, dude. I can't get over it. I love that game in Mexico City. Would Belichick, Carroll, or Reed already have won a Super Bowl with this roster? I think so. Yeah, probably maybe. Probably. I mean, I think someone would have. Anastasia and Anna says, Grant, your sh- Grant, Granta. Grant, your show is extremely accurate, precise, and very detailed. You provide more information than you'll ever receive from any outside sources. I appreciate your work. Thank you, Anastasia and Anna. Both of you. Thank you so much for your kind words. That was very nice of you. Thank you. I love compliments. I always take them. You can always give them to me. I will take them with a smile on my face. Christian. Grant. Give me a compliment. How you doing? No, I'm just kidding. How you doing? Good, man. Uh, it's been a while last time I called on. We, I was actually just signed to the team at running back. Nice. You did great. What a season you had. Thank you. I Thank thought you were, again, I was a little against the trade first. I thought there's no way that Christian McCaffrey can live up to all those picks and the money. You did it. I was wrong. You're phenomenal. I think you're a heck of a player. Well, thank you, sir. And I'm not just saying that because you're on my show. Thank you, sir. Yes. Um, I would really like to see this roster with a different head coach. You got, you got any ideas? Suggestions? I, I don't, but as okay. I think it was your father a couple of years ago where he called out Jed York. And I yeah, think that I was think, him. Yeah, I think Jed York's like, you can't dismiss owners. You can't. I, I think I think it starts at the top. It starts yeah. at the top with Jed. I don't know. I, I think he needs to bring someone else. I think it's time. I think Kyle, he's he's ran his course with his team. We've seen what he can do. I would really like to see a different uh, head coach on this team. Maybe not this coming season, but if he doesn't get it done with, with this next year in 2023, I think it's time to start looking for a new, uh, new HC. Let's talk about Jed for a second. So when Jed was younger, when he was in his 30s and he had Harbaugh, Jed puffed out his chest like he was Eddie D, the, you know, the right. next Eddie D. And he was like, we want championships. This isn't good enough. And then he got rid of Harbaugh, which in retrospect probably was the right move, but he couldn't replace him. He didn't. He stuck with Balky, which was not the right move. And then he was a laughing stock. No. He was a laughing stock. So now he's got Shanahan and no one makes fun of Jed anymore. He's, he's at least respectable again. He is immune from criticism, but he's got Harbaugh Jr., Ten years ago, this wouldn't have been good enough for Jed, but now he's just grateful not to be laughed at. So, if if this force field, the Kyle Shanahan force field, starts to flicker because 
eight more quarterbacks get hurt next year. Jets going to have to do something. You know, I, I, Kyle can keep saying it's not my fault, but the more quarterbacks he gets hurt, the uh, the weaker his position will be on the Niners. I mean, how many quarterbacks is it going to take getting hurt? How many quarterbacks is it going to take before someone starts saying something besides, oh, it's just football? People are saying it now. People are saying it now. So I think if there's another season of this, I don't see how Jed can ignore it. And I don't see how, yeah, I don't see how you can stick with Kyle if this is his pattern. Because it's a quarterback-driven league. And if you can't keep a quarterback healthy, you're never going to win a Super Bowl. You're never. Never. No. Never, ever. No, and we never. saw that the other yeah. weekend. We, yeah. You can't win a game without a Super Bowl. Um, <clears throat> another thing, which I've been really enjoying on your channel this season, of, of you kind of like the vlogging style of things and oh, going yeah. around the city. So I'm from Pennsylvania, and I've actually been to Philly for okay, not this season, but last season when they played in like week three or four or something like that. What was your thoughts on the city? What are your thoughts on like the Philly fans? And where did you get your cheesesteak from? I went to Delisandro's because that's where McGlinchey said to go. McGlinchey went to West Penn Charter, okay. um, if you know where that is. So it was it was a it was it was an Uber ride across town. I was committed, man. I spent seventy bucks on Ubers to get that ten dollar. Uh, cheese. It was it was delicious. And what was funny is someone on on Twitter was like, "You got to get the Wiz." So I went up to the front and I was like, "Lady, um, it's my first time. What would you suggest?" She was like, "Okay, don't get the Wiz. It's nasty." Yeah. I was like, "Thank you, thank yeah. you." So anyway, she she, uh, she it was great. I got the Italian uh, the um the American cheese with a little bit of mayonnaise and I, there was some little hot. I was hella good, dude. Super good. Loved it. Yeah, honestly, Loved it. the best cheesesteaks are not even in Philly, man. It's drive like where are they? An hour, anywhere in Pennsylvania, honestly, you can get okay. a decent cheesesteak. That's way better than Philly. My buddy and I, uh, we went down and saw the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia live show. Oh, nice. And we had a couple of drinks. We're like, bro, we got to go get a cheesesteak. Yeah. And we went to, uh, I think it was Pat's. Like, right, okay. Pat's and Gina's like right across from yeah. each other. It was mid. Like, you, you yeah. go anywhere in Pennsylvania, you get a good cheesesteak. Yeah. So you asked me about the, the fans, though. The thing about the fans, yeah. I wasn't out. I wasn't in the... Um, the stand, so I don't know if like how rude it got, but to me, that's what a fan's supposed to be. Like they have a home field advantage because <clears throat> they put opposing fans in a position like, do you really want to go and wear that jersey and stand there and take the abuse for three hours? Some people do. No, it's and like some that. people some people want it, but like not that many. So what you end up is a lot of Eagles fans in the game, which is what you want, right? I mean, how many times did Niner fans go to games this year and it was just, did Niners have away games this year and it was all Niner fans? Like, Rams should be, should care that much. So I guess like the Eagles fans are kind of doing their part and I get the feeling that Niner fans are probably pretty similar at Levi's. The ones, I mean, the old school ones. The old school ones, yeah. The old school ones. The ones that came over from Candlestick. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, that's it, right, man. I appreciate you and uh, love your show, man. It was good talking to you. Hey, again. Stay healthy, man. Have a good year. You Take care. Christian McCaffrey, everyone. Christian McCaffrey. Rod Simmons, where you at? You're next. I'll come back to you, Rod. But oh, you got to turn your, uh, your camera on. No borders. Yo, Zero what borders. What's up, Zero. man? How you doing? Zero. I'm good. I'm good. Thank you minute. for uh, having a show this morning. Yeah, for sure. Everybody's all down. Right. Uh, so. BT Cards was asking a question earlier, and you you said why can't Kyle uh, see that you know his defensive approach to taking on teams is to rush the passer, right? And why can't he see that on offense? Well, the other the flip to the side yeah, of the yeah, coin, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you smell because because the Eagles seem to get it. Yeah, they're yeah. equally strong on both sides of the trenches. Yes, because you got to win in the trenches. He's it's just, important. He's smelling his own farts. 
He's, he has a little bit of that, Kyle. You know, he's got no. Uh, he's got no plan B. He's got no. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's no just yeah. in case. Oh my god, I was wrong. Let me adjust. No, I was right. Or no, just no, in my, case my game this fails. Right. Yeah. We got it covered. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I I also never liked his use of all the the our, our other tight ends other than George Kittle. Like I thought we should just bulk up. You know what I mean? Just bulk up. They've never right? had another tight end. I mean, they've had Dwelly, who I like. They won't use. I mean. They've never really taken that position seriously ever since they got Kittle. They're like, we're good. Like, if you're well, going to, maybe that's why just, he's hurt all the time. If you're just going to have a blocking tight end like Warner, why not actually have somebody who's like a lineman or somebody you know who can actually move some people and you can yeah. you know use them as an asset? What uh, does Warner do on this team? I in, special I, teams? Is he on the team for special specials? Teams. I don't understand what special he's special teams because he is there in special. He's teams. not a blocker. He doesn't catch passes. I mean. I, on offense, I don't think look, there's anything he does well. Tyler Croft too. What does Tyler Croft do well? Block? He's, he's apparently there's, not. Yeah, catch, catches, I guess. I, but yeah, I don't those guys know are just on the team. Dwelly, Dwelly's got better hands. Yeah, did Dwelly say something privately to Kyle Shanahan? I never understand how he just. Fe- Every time they ever threw him the ball, he caught it. But that was like, man, how dare you catch the ball so consistently? You're he told benched. him his farts, his farts stink. That's probably what it was. <clears throat> um, so what I was really calling about is uh. Nick Bosa, do you think his comment about not needing to be the highest paid defensive end, do you think <laughs> that posturing slash, yes. uh, yeah, what do you, what do you think? It's a nice thing though? to say. It makes him seem like a team guy, but you think his agent's going to come in here and be like, all right, guys, I'm well, not going to drive a hard bargain today. No, no. But what, think about it. You think that. he's going to settle for anything less than what Joey got? Yes. Guaranteed. Because you get guaranteed money versus this. So if you go, hey, I'm taking the home friendly deal, but you pay me up front. You know what I mean? You're paying me and you know what I mean? So I think that's oh, his instead, instead of like a, a five-year deal, it's a three-year deal or it's a... Well, you just get, get more guaranteed money. You Perhaps. know what I mean? You're not going to be sitting around because, you know, what was he when he held out in uh, training camp? Is Supposedly it was over... Um, one of the clauses in there, the certain verbiage they have, just in case they um, let you go, if you have any money left on the books that they owe you, they can take it out of your signing bonus. He held out on that, and then he uh, – what was the other thing? Can't remember, but it seemed – oh, I can't remember what else. But he but he held out on those sorts of things, so I'm thinking he's more injury-focused, like – you know, my game could be up at any moment. I like this team. I want to be here. Let me get the bag. Give, even though it's not the biggest bag, you know, it doesn't seem like he lives a lavish lifestyle anyways. It seems like he puts it all in the bank, essentially, and, you know, trying to invest it and live off what he can get off the investments. So I got something to say here. <clears throat> Talk yeah, about yeah. the Niners, uh, the Niners uh, Super Bowl window. You know, a lot of time it's having that quarterback on a rookie deal. Well, for the Niners, you could argue it was having – Bosa on a rookie deal, having the best defensive, the best pass rusher, getting $7 million a year, $8 million. And when, when he was playing at that price point, Niners were damn hard to beat, you know? But now he's going to be making quarterback money. He's going to be like one of the top 10 highest paid players in the league, regardless, regardless of position. That's going to change the mathematics of the roster building. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's going to be way different. Now you got one of the highest paid players in the league. That might... Now you got a different window. Now you got to make it work in a different way. That, that Different calculus. That's definitely true. Yeah. And so when does that happen? So the, his fifth year is next year? 
he's going to be expensive starting next year, right? Unless they give him a six-year contract and the first few years, are, are, it's backloaded. They, could do, they often do that, right? They do the backloaded long. He might not want that. He might be like, you know what? I kind of want to hit free agency in three years. Isn't that what Debo did? Debo's like, I'll take your what you, what you, three-year deal. Like, I want to hit free agency when I'm 29. Who knows what Bosa wants? I don't know. It's interesting, man. He's going to be very expensive. The Niners are going to have to work that out. I think would he I trade wants him? to stay here. Would I trade him? I would trade him and Kyle Shanahan in the same offseason. That way, Niner fans, if I were the general manager, I would get fired so fast. Niner fans would hate me immediately. <laughs> immediately. It's all right, though. That's why I'm just quality control, man. I'm crazy. Can't be doing uh, the things that I actually suggest. I got one more question. Sure. So if Wilkes gets hired, right? Mm-hmm. He's more of a zone style, you know, zone yeah, centric. Um, what about Diamador Lenore in a, a zone centric scheme and Ambry Thomas? Does Wilkes coming in here, is that going to change our what we do in the draft potentially? The Niners actually do run a lot of zone coverage. That's what Fred Warner well, does. He kind of, They do a lot of zone coverage, a lot of quarters. So I think that's why they're looking. I think they look at it as a scheme fit. He's not all zone. They do some man. But the Niners do zone. Kyle said, said it as recently. He said, we play zone coverage as, as well or better than any team in the league. That's how he feels. So I think that's why they're interested. And I think they would have brought in Steve Wilkes already if they could get if they could keep, if they know they keep Kasarik, but I think they're afraid of losing Kasarik, which is why Kasarik might just fall into a coordinator job that he doesn't want and because everyone wants him. How do we let Vic Fangio walk to keep Coach Kasarik, and then Coach and then Kacerik lose Kasarik. All of a sudden, decides he wants to to be a DC when he can't keep his eyes off the D line the whole time. Like he is said it, it himself. just money, bro? Is it just? It's got to be just money because why would you set? If you can you imagine if you've up till last year hadn't spent most your time at all watching anything other than the defensive line what makes you think well look at it this way though from D'Amico's perspective he could be like look I'll I'll bring him to to, Mm -hmm. I'll bring him here yep I'll call him the DC just to get him but I'm the DC you know what I'm saying like you can limp him through you also get a yeah I'm the DC I'll hold his hand he can look at the D line I need him I need him looking at the D-line. I'll pay him, call him whatever, pay him whatever. And so the Niners are like, shit, that's a really good call. D'Amico could do that. Well, what do we do? Well, we got to counter with the same offer. But we can't actually let him run the defense, can we? Yeah, that's a conundrum. I don't know. We can't because we don't have (laughs) D'Amico. I don't know, man. It'll be tough. Yeah, it'll be tough. But, man, I got to take some more calls. Yeah, yeah. You did a great job. Always always a pleasure to see you, man. Take care. Hey, keep, keep on your grind, sir. Thank you. Could York put pressure on Kyle to hire an OC? York could put pressure on Kyle to do whatever the hell he wants. It's his team, but I don't feel like York's been putting much pressure on Kyle. You know what's funny? Another thing, another reason they ran Jim Harbaugh out of town was Harbaugh wanted say over everything. He wanted complete control over the team. He wanted to say in every decision that the team was made in the team. They wouldn't give it to him. Kyle has it. York just was like, whatever you want, man. You want to hire the GM? You want the, every personnel decision? Kyle gets it. So, I don't know. Maybe that's a good thing. How do they replace Big Mike, your favorite right tackle? Caleb and Gary would be better, but he'll be more expensive. John Zach, uh, Monsatore, Jeremy Price, AK-49er. That's how it's going down. What's up, John? What's up, Grant? How you doing, man? I'm good, man. Where are you calling from? Uh, I'm from Texas right now, but I'm originally from Cali. I moved to Texas cool. about seven years ago. So, All right. When are we going to put Shanahan on the hot seat? I've been putting him on the hot seat! <laughs> Look, we have an elite offense, right? we got all four players, wide receiver, tight end. Running back. It's now. hard to improve on what they got. 
He hasn't been. Not many teams have better rosters than the Niners. We can agree on that. Maybe one or two. Right. Yeah. He has not. My bad. He has not been consistent as far as having a quarterback in the six years he's been there. One year he had a consistent quarterback. They went to the Super Bowl. Every other year they've had two or more. Right. He cannot keep a quarterback upright. And McGlinchey. And this was the case. This was the case in Cleveland. This was the case in Washington. The only time it wasn't the case was in Atlanta when his head coach wasn't his dad. And it was someone who could say, no, Kyle, we're not going to put the tight end on the edge rusher this week. No. That's what happened, I'm guessing. And if you're going to give McGlinchey help, don't put Croft out there. Put Kittle. You know Reddick is coming in hot. You know that D-line's coming in hot. You don't put your worst tight end, blocking tight end over there to help out McFloppy. McGlinchey's yeah, so bad, true. dude. It's That's true. a side note. But we got to get this O-line better, and Shanahan needs to be on the hot seat, man. You can't keep getting quarterbacks hurt. And if you're under the offense, what do you have? A consistent quarterback, and we never have that. Well, I, if if he misses the playoff next year, let's say if, if the Niners fire him if he misses the playoffs next year, doesn't that mean he's on the hot seat right now? If he has to yeah. make the playoffs next year, doesn't that technically mean he's on the hot seat? I don't I don't know. But it, that's that's the hot seat, right? He's got to yeah. make the playoffs. I think he does. We he's all assume he will. The, I feel like he's at this point where he's on the brink of greatness where we're going to go on a good run or he needs to go and we need to get someone here to win. Yeah. He's yeah. At that Although it's crazy. There's, there's just so many riders locally and nationally who praise Kyle Shanahan for coming up short and say it's not his fault when he, when he, when he, when this happens. So it's, it's interesting. I, it, no one's going to fault Jed for holding on to Kyle Shanahan forever unless people start changing their minds on, on what the goal is here. But the media is just copying basically what Shanahan says. He don't hold yeah, man. accountable. So they don't whatever hold excuse, whatever excuse he says is what the media run with. There it's crazy. Go. Yeah, I mean, I saw articles yesterday saying if you think Kyle Shanahan is at all at fault for the Niners' loss in the NFC Championship game, you don't know football. It's like, did Kyle write this himself? What are you talking about? I mean, that that play was— I mean, Dante Whitner thought he was at fault. Dante knows football. Yeah, I believe that that play was a play action, so it takes a little longer to, like, develop. But at the same time, man, you can't put Croft out there. I mean, it was a good concept against that coverage. Unfortunately, it wasn't a good protection against that— D line, you gotta you gotta kind of factor that in too, you know. Yeah, it's not just about the coverage and the and the pattern, but and that's when people say Kyle's a great play caller. Yeah, with his patterns against coverages, but when it comes to actually protecting the quarterback, that's that's half of the that's more than half of the play call. It doesn't work if the quarterback gets hurt, right? I'm sorry. The worst. I'm sorry, John. Great, great, uh, great call, man. Thanks, man. All right, take care. Rod, where did you go? You're, you're first in line, but you turned off your camera, and I lost you. Are you driving? No, I'm sitting. Okay. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. Thank yeah, you. I had to go over at the gas station to make sure I was sitting. Thank you so much. It's my but, wife's request. I think it's it's fair. It's safe. Very fair. Very fair. Very fair. Yeah. So, ego and karma. That's the problem with the 49ers. Let's talk first, about it. Let's talk about the ego. It's Kyle's ego. Kyle is a... It's his. C-minus coach. But he's a coordinator. Yeah. Give you an example. McGlinchey whiffed on a block. Trey Lance gets ragdog slam against, I think it was the Bears. McGlinchey looked down at him and ran off the field. Didn't help him up. It oh, was yeah. at that moment, Kyle is supposed to, the next day, we're going to watch that film. And I'm going to play it for the team five times in a row, and I'm going to yep. tell McGlinchey to go pack his locker. Yep. There's or no something. way. Yep. Whiff on the block is your mistake. Yep. And then you're going to leave the quarterback on the ground? That's not yep. how we do things here. That's yeah. how you get all the players in line to support your fucking quarterback choice. Excuse my language. I love that. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yep. Okay. Second. That's what Jim Harbaugh would do. I'll tell you that. And then second is karma. 
yeah. you have karma of your bad decisions. You should have never signed Jimmy. You should have traded him. He was hot. Mm-hmm. There was your first, your, your two first round picks right there. You should have traded Jimmy. You should have never kept him. I looked at Jimmy. I said he's not Kyle style quarterback. Mm-mm. So they go to Kyle. Here comes the ego. Can you win with him? Well, yeah, I can win with him. Same thing with Trey Lance. I'm not gonna yeah. develop him. I'm just gonna win around his his deficiencies. That's yeah, cool. I'll run him. That, if he gets hurt, I, it won't be my fault. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Yep. It doesn't make any sense. So uh, hopefully you can get a message to Trey. Trey needs to reach out to Mike Vick. He has to do more than just throw the ball to receiver with a blank field. He needs obstacles in front of him. He needs to and, – and, and, it, and it was just – it really bothers me that you were the one that had to point out, like, hey, you're running a drill that's making your quarterback's knee straighten, which yeah. is the number one problem to his inaccuracy. That's right. How, how do you not see it? I know because it's, it's not what he's looking at. And it's, I actually read that Jalen Hurts had the same issue and that he fixed it. Yeah. But you're only going to fix it if it's a point of emphasis and you have good coaches that give him good drills. And yeah. what the Niners are doing is reinforcing bad habits. They really do that. You saw it. Yeah. They really do. Yeah. I, wanted to, I wanted your emails. I wanted to send you a video. Jaws, Jaws did a breakdown in the middle of the uh, Eagles versus Redskins game when McNabb got traded to the Redskins. In that game, he did a video breakdown of Mike Vick and how his mechanics got corrected in one offseason with yeah. Andy Reid. One offseason. Yeah. So how many... Yeah. Hey, kids, if you don't remember Michael Vick, he was really exciting in Atlanta, but his best years came when he was older and slower in Philly. That's when he was actually a complete quarterback, when he put together all of his potential. It happened late. Coaching freaking matters. Yes, it does. does. Yeah. Yeah. And I I had seen someone say, like, if I'm Trey Lance's dad, I'd be pissed off asking for a trade. Oh, my God. If I were Trey, I'd be pissed off. I would rather sit on Andy on on the bench behind my home. With the 49ers right now. Seriously. Yeah. And then, then the reason they're not going to win, the only way they're going to win the Super Bowl is if they have trades. It's something that I see in Brock that when they, they're they going to press, all teams are going to start doing the same thing. They're going to press and dare you to beat them over the top. That's how they're going to play yeah. Brock. They're going to give yeah. him a short-term solution. If he loses that five miles per hour that he got last offseason, if he loses that five miles per hour, he's not going to. It's over. Him. It's over. I hope Brock takes the best step for his career, which is to yeah. take Tommy John surgery and get re- completely rebuilt. Army because he does have, he does have a, a potential to be good. Yes. Good in this league yeah. and make money. So be careful, man. Cause yeah. you also have the potential to be nothing if this goes wrong. Right. Yeah. It's, 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 it's big. It's, it's big. serious. It's, it's big. big for yep. More than 49ers. And, and, and for the franchise too. Well, actually it's bigger for him than the 49ers. It's way bigger. It's true because the Niners have a they they have another quarterback that they can fall back on. This is his. This is your career, man. Exactly. Do you have another multi million dollar career that you can fall back on? Let me know. Yeah, and as long as you know Kyle's protected, oh, I'll just draft another one. We're yeah. not gonna pay you. I'll just. Draft and that's again, it's like, dude, how many cars are you gonna crash before your dad finally says, "I'm not buying you another BMW"? Oh, you cracked the BMW. Oh, it was the BMW's fault. Let me get you a Ferrari. That's what keeps happening here, right? Oh, it was the car's fault. No, it wasn't that I was driving 80 in a 35. It's that this guy swerved or he didn't have his lights. There's always an excuse. And Jed's like, okay, all right. Yeah. And right. Then, I'll and get your car. Jed was, I, I'm okay with being relevant. That's the problem. Jed, Jed is just okay with being relevant. He, well, he's, he's okay with not being a laughing stock. He was a laughing stock seven, eight years ago. Yeah. And now Tom, he's not. Tom Sula being coached really hurt his ego. Tom Sula is the reason that Kyle Sanian has unlimited job security. Yeah. Jim Tom Sula. That's he can like, thank oh, Jim. Yeah. 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 And Trent Balky, he realized he shouldn't trust people. So he gave uh, Kyle all that power because Trent, Trent Balky screwed him. He did. 
He did. He absolutely did. He did. All right, Monsa. Thanks for calling in. Great call. Take care. He was he that was that was a salty call. Like that. He wasn't like, hey, I'm glad to be here. He was like, this is how I feel, man. I was tired of talking about this. I love that. That was great. Jeremy Price. Are you driving? Tell me you ain't driving. You good? Oh, All right, you, good. Oh, you, good. you know the deal. You know the deal. Oh, got my hey, nice, some good, got we got my some good nice. weather out here today, baby. Nice hat. I got my, I got my thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, I still think an A's hat is fly as hell, man. It's, why? I mean, the team doesn't matter, but it's a great hat. Man, check this shit out, bro. Excuse my language. Check this out, man. First of all, happy new year. Thank good you. seeing you. It's been a while. Good to see you too. Right? It's been a minute, man. Now, I've been talking to a bunch of 49er fans, and you know, a lot of them, a lot of them so called are diehards. Right. Yeah. You go to Europe, these soccer teams, they got, uh, excuse me, these football teams, they have diehard fans. Like, literally. That's a whole different thing. Whole it's different not thing. the same. Yeah. Not the same. It's like, look, check it out. One guy said this, and I really agreed. I said, he said to me, he goes, I wouldn't die for the Niners, but I'd kill for them. <laughs> I was like, I like that. I like that. I like that a lot. That's funny. Um, but, all right, besides that, I wanted to say, I'm not. I'm just a fan. I don't. Have, I don't. What do I know? But here's how I really feel. What spells doom for me is you got Sala leaving. Yep. You got D'Amico Ryan's now leaving. You yep. got drama with uh, not drama, but you got Jimmy Ward voicing his opinions and being. I mean, pretty outspoken. <sighs> Almost uh, like he's giving that the little double bird salute in the way out, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yep. this, this, remember the last time we had a bunch of leaders leave this team? What happened? Uh, uh, that's exact 2014, man. It was uh, it was after the third third uh, year of coming close, but not quite getting there, and it was exhausting. And and, and who was it? Justin Smith said, "I'm done." Patrick I'm Willis done. said, "I'm done." Said, I'm I can't done. do this anymore. Now, maybe if if Jim Harbaugh hadn't gotten fired, they would have stuck it around for another, or or maybe not, man. I don't know. That team was spent, and if you listen to the way that uh, this these uh, players and coaches sounded after this season, man, they all look spent. Trent yep. Williams, even Kyle, yep. dude, Kyle was sitting there like, dude, he was we just were like we were blank. seduced, we were seduced by Kyle Shanahan the black. We are bamboozled by Kyle Shanahan the gray, and we're <laughs> we, we're almost we we have to commit to. Kyle Shanahan, the white coming soon. You know what I mean, like, look at him. Is that a Game of Thrones reference? I don't watch that. Episode. No, 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 no. That's uh, Lord of the Rings. Game Lord of the, the Rings. Gray. Okay, Lord of the Rings. All right, fair enough. Gray, so he was great. Okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Over I... time, you go from black hair, like Obama, uh, Barack Obama, right? He came in black. I mean, dude, the beard is getting gray, but I don't feel like he's maturing to go along with it, man. I feel like he's Distress. still immature. Distress. It's crazy. Yeah. It's just stress. And I, I feel it's so stress. bad, dude. I'm just like, yeah. ah, what are, where are we going? Where yeah. are we going, Grant? Where are we going? Where are we going? Where are we going as an organization? Should I watch? They're not gonna they're not gonna change anything, man. They're not gonna turn left, they're not gonna turn right. They're gonna say that they had bad luck and they're gonna win next year. They're gonna win next year, Jeremy, with the same formula. What are they gonna do differently, man? Nothing. I'm, I'm, I'm sad. This shit is- At a certain point, all these coaches leaving, they're going to get depleted. Like, how can. At a certain Jimmy's point, they're going to miss their window. J- both Jimmys are gone. I feel. I feel like both Jimmys are gone. D'Amico's yeah, gone. 
Who? I mean, yeah. how many people are going to be gone? We're starting over. How many people are going to leave? And, and is it is that a vote of no confidence? Is that a we missed our shot? I wonder. You know, is Trent Williams going to retire? Kyle said not, but Trent said, I, I don't know. I've thought about it. He said, honestly, right, I've thought about it. So we'll see. Can I, we'll all see. Right, so before I go, uh huh. I'm going to put this in the works right now, and I'm going to revisit this a year from now. We're watching you more than we're watching the 49ers next year. Oh. <laughs> oh. And that's not a bad I hope thing. not, because I got to say, I really like thing. December's and January's when the Niners are good. Oh, good times. Good times. Dude. Good times. Oh Keep the gravy train rolling, Kyle. We like. I like relevancy. I profit from it. Jed profits it. from it. Love it. Good stuff, man. Good to see. You. All, All right, right brother. Later. Late. AK49er, then Ethan. Um, then Papa Dragon. Then the Niners experience. AK49er. What's up, buddy? <laughs> What's up, man? How you doing? Man, I'm doing good. How about you? Happy Saturday. <laughs> Happy Saturday, man. Happy Saturday. It's it's February 4th, and uh, Jimmy Garoppolo's no longer a 49er. <laughs> uh, you can't say that yet, man. He actually still is, unfortunately. The day he's not, though, that'll be crazy. I got to make a special video for that day. <laughs> right. A special right. video. So, yeah. So I was just looking at our uh, situation right now. So we have $15 million in cap room right now. Our quarterbacks are both making chump change, whether it's Brock or Trey, I, which I both think. Either whoever starts, I think, will succeed, pending they're both healthy. And we can clear from by doing restructures and pushing uh-huh. money out to the future. So yes. considering that we can that we already have cap room, plus the fact we can clear up to 50 mil, plus the fact that the NFC West is going to be a joke next season. Like, we don't know who's, who's playing quarterback for the Cardinals most of the year. You, you and I both know the Rams suck. <laughs> And uh, Seattle don't have a real franchise quarterback. The division should be there for the taking. So what's yeah. the chances that we go all in this year and next year? I think with Br- Brock and Trey being so cheap and the fact that we, uh, you know, and the fact that, you know, we have everyone in our prime, this is the year to do it, man. Like 94, just go all in in free agency. I would hope so. I would hope so. Um, I thought last year would have been a great year to go all in, but they got Traverius Ward and, and special teams. I mean, this year I think we all think they need multiple starters on the offense and defensive line. Um, they'll probably bring back Brendel and McGlinchey. And I, I don't know, man. I, I They're, they're, they're going to, like, sign Bosa and maybe Mosley and call it a day. I got a key, I got a key potential free agent to watch out for he ain't a free agent yet but on free agency day you're gonna see guys getting cut due to you know cap casualty cuts mm-hmm. khalil mack keep his keep an oh. eye out if the chargers cut him us bringing him in opposite bosa they got to bring in someone opposite bosa i don't know if they can afford mack and bosa but they got to get someone and if they could get mack on a on a you know on a discount that'd be great that'd like be wonderful I, we can, like I said, we already got 16 mil in cap room, and we can clear up to 50, give or take, and restructure. So, well, they got to do something with Armstead's contract. You can't pay Armstead 24 million dollars this year. You you can't. There's no. He's a good player, but not that good. Not that good. You got to do something about that. That's true. Can't do that. But, but I think way too expensive. But I think the value of Armstead is there, even though he good pl- not- I'm not saying get rid of him. Good player, can't be making $24 million this year. Got to do something with that. You want to extend him? I don't know. I, 
He just missed half the season, but he's almost 30. But you can't pay him 24. I don't know. Maybe he'll maybe he'll take a pay cut. He's he's a charitable guy. Great guy. <laughs> the guy of the year. I think he'll take a pay cut for the good of the team. If if you want to win a championship, you got to make those decisions. Yeah. Hey, Eric, you want to win the Walter Payton Man of the Year award? Just take a pay cut. That's right. How about that? I think that'd be the nice thing to do. If you're a team guy like you say you are, take a look. Hey, I think that's thinking outside the box. I like it. All right. I like it. All right, man. Good to see you. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. If both are healthy, would Trey have a chance to start? Um, Well, Matt Mayoko said that a significant portion of the locker room would be pissed if Brock Purdy isn't starting and he's healthy next year. So, I don't know. You tell me. Ethan. What's up, man? How you doing? What's up, man? You seem a little down. (sighs) Man, that was probably the most depressing loss I've ever seen in my life. Not even just Niners, man. The whole NFL was terrible, man. But yeah, that's what I want to talk about. Like, there's really nothing else to talk about for me besides Kyle. Like, that's just been in my mind. Like, Kyle's pissing me off so much, dude. Like, and it really, my whole grudge with him started in the Super Bowl. Like, I, it's burned into my mind what he was doing. I remember so clearly. And I remember, like, people were blaming Jimmy for that pass he made and missed Sanders. But to me, the way I see it is, Kyle kind of put Jimmy in that situation where he had to make a long pass to win the game. And it's like, mm-hmm. what do you expect if you're going to put Jimmy in that situation? Yeah, you were avoiding me, that situation all, off, all all playoffs, right? And then you had to go to it. Yeah, and so like to me, I remember the drive. He They got the ball, it was first down. He called a run for Mostert. I think Mostert got like five or six yards. And I remember Mostert was averaging like five yards a carry or something that game. And Kyle just stopped and called like three pass plays in a row and that's where it all went downhill and from then Kyle panicked and he keeps doing this over and over again he just makes these very very small mistakes that no one seems to notice but it's so huge for how the game plays out and it's like you can blame Tart for dropping the pass last year you can blame the players for this 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 but those are bang bang plays like they're playing their hearts out on the field. And for Kyle to make mistakes as small as that, like these simple head coach mistakes, it's just like, man. Also, <sighs> he talks about bad luck. He caught lightning in a bottle twice. Raheem Mostert in 2019, out of nowhere, all of a sudden this cheat code who is going for really long runs. I mean, he single-handedly won the NFC Championship game, and Kyle Shanahan makes it about someone else. at the. Yeah. I mean, Mostert's not a factor in the end of the Super Bowl, when really he was the reason they got there. And it, it wasn't about, Kyle made it about him. And then in this year, Purdy, out of nowhere, Mr. Irrelevant, kind of like Mostert, lightning mm-hmm. in a bottle, and Kyle gets him hurt because he didn't respect Hassan Reddick. Like, man, actually, you were really lucky twice, and you messed it yeah. up. Yeah, and it's just like, man, like, Kyle, like, there's, you really think Sirianni is a better coach than Kyle? Because I don't, but Sirianni's in the Super Bowl. And it's like, is it really surprising that the best rosters in the NFC were the two that made it that far? And it's like, look, the one that got to the point was the one that had a coach that didn't get in the way of the team. Right. You know what I mean, the Eagles just didn't beat themselves. You know, they, they challenged yes. the one play that they needed to challenge uh, the fumble. And um, they hurried to the line of scrimmage and didn't let the Niners challenge that play. I mean, that was, that was pretty much all they did. And they won. Like, and the getting the quarterbacks injured, like, I know that's kind of ticky-tacky and, like, saying that kind of stuff, and there's merits to it. But for me, the biggest things are just the fact that he continuously messes up these, like, easiest coaching decisions, these decisions that should just yeah. be, you know, 
spot on. In the biggest games of the career. Yeah. In the biggest games of, of the constantly season. Constantly jokes. Yeah. And so that's why yeah. I think, like, man, like, you need a different coach at this point. You might have yeah. these great play designs and, like, oh, like, this will work against this coverage and stuff. Right. But if you have, you know, like, the little giants playing against – you know, some monsters, like, what do you, yeah. the design doesn't matter. It's going to go out the window. And if he has, he might have the best team in December, but he's going to find a way to lose in late January. It seems to be his, his pattern. And, the and then he'll like, say, you know what? It was a great season. Like, let's not be judged on this last game. Let's focus on the other stuff that we did. Okay. But it's kind of a bottom line business. And you're in the locker room. So you can kind of like get the vibe a little bit, but to me, something that was huge is when Yusek came out in the middle and was like, Oh, we, Hold Kyle, like keep running the ball. Like all that says to me is like the players are getting sick and tired of this too, and they're saying mm-hmm. like, Kyle, like you're getting in our way. Like we mm-hmm. know what to do. We know that's exactly what they're saying. You're getting in our way. You're making it about you. Yeah, we know how we need to play, and you're making it about you. And so, thank goodness the the Cowboys didn't um, end the game before Yuschek could do that, but the Eagles yeah. did. Yuschek didn't have a chance. To go up to Kyle and be like, dude, can we stop calling seven step drop play action passes against this? We can't block it. They're too good. Like, is it is it that Let's big of a deal if he gets fired? Yeah. Like, will the players respond the way that people think they'll respond, or will they push on and kind of consolidate and people say like so I don't know. He'd have to lose the locker room, man. He wanted to go to Trey Lance and his locker room overruled him for overruled him for two He's years. He's never had it. He's never Does had he the have the locker room? room? I don't know. He's this offensive coordinator that's buddy buddy with them and they're all yeah. talented so they carry his image as he's a great coach but he's not he's really but not. now there's like, so many guys on the team that make more money than not. him kittle makes more money than him a lot of i mean all the all the vets make more money than him now and I, do they really listen to him or do they run the team and is kyle just like, sort of hanging on i'm a young fan know. but i'm not okay with relevancy like i don't care for being in the nfc championship three out of four years but the fact that we keep losing it in these manners like that's worse than not making the playoffs to me. Like, it's just like, yeah. man. Yeah, who do you want to be? Yeah. Do you want to be TCU or do you want to be Georgia? Are, are the Niners content to be Michigan? TCU? Be like, oh, we'll be in the uh, playoff, but we're not going to win it. Or are we? Are you actually striving to be the champions? Because I thought yeah. that was the goal. I thought these were the 49ers. I'm sorry, yeah. Ethan. I, I don't know. But yeah. Keep your head up, baby. You got to take other calls, man. See you around. I'm always going to keep watching, you know. You All right, man. Give us something Have to look forward to. Appreciate you, man. <laughs> Later, man. All right, man. Later. Uh, what else we got? I think no more Super ch- what? Ooh, ooh. If both are healthy, yeah, we got you. Um, All right. You got to have your uh, camera on to be on the show. So I'm going to pop a dragon. What's up? What's up? How you doing? What's up, man? Hey, I'm, I'm doing great. Doing awesome. I got it, Grant. I got it. Talk to me. I am not the kind of person that likes to assign blame. I like to find solutions. I don't play that crap. Okay, that's my leadership style. Mm-hmm. This is what I would do if I was the GM of the 49ers. I would trade Kyle Shanahan for two number one picks to the Cardinals in division. Wow. That solves two Bold. problems for me. <laughs> That makes the 49ers better because I would probably <laughs> go get Eric B. Enemy or get Dorsey. Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. And it makes the Cardinals better until Shanahan keeps running his little bitty tiny quarterback up the middle on quarterback yeah. power. Yep. That's what I would do. I like and, it. And, and, and essentially, essentially, we know that Shanahan can't play without a quarterback. Period. 
you can't. <clears throat> I told you this a long time ago. We, we chatted. We talked about leadership and the lack of leadership. It's obvious that most of the leadership on this team comes from everybody players. except from the head coach. Yeah, defensive coordinator, players. Yeah. Period. Fred Warner. Yep. Period. Yeah. Like, the Eagles head coach is not a better coach than Kyle Shanahan. But he's better a leader. better leader of men. No question. Better leader of men. Now, and apparently a better game manager. Kyle freezes. Oh, we got to hold on to these. We need these first half timeouts. Got it. Which we're never going to use, by the way. Brain freeze, blue screen to yeah. death, error codes. I don't know what the hell goes on with this dude. And <laughs> just essentially his whole persona just, just, just kind of matriculates down the entire roster. You know yep. what I mean? Down the yes, entire roster. So guess what? You know, Kittle thinks he's won three Super Bowl rings. Yep. Obviously, he was the one that says, oh, well, Purdy's not playing next year. I'm going to be pissed. You know he said it. I don't know, but I, I, I know why you would think that. Yeah. I, I bet I bet my life on it. He's the one, of the, he's the one guy that said that shit. I know, why, I know why you feel that way. <laughs> and I, I understand That's it. probably every I, – I, I literally have no idea who it was, but that would be my guess too if we were – I mean, if we were all guessing, everyone would guess Kittle, but I don't know. Exactly. I mean – It even I, sounded like him. Like the words kind of sounded like something that would come exactly. out of his mouth, you know? Yeah, exactly. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. It's like this locker room is so clicky. I've never seen a locker room yeah. be clicky. They're yeah. clicky. It's like a fraternity. Yeah. And there's like there's like the brothers and there's the pledges. You know what I mean? It's like you're supposed to be one team. But Trey's a pledge, not a brother. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? Not in the crew yet. Mm-hmm. Even no. Purdy, they treated him like a pledge. But Purdy was like the try-hard like, like, like pledge president. He's president of the pledge class. Got, is- got there early. As far as I can count, I believe this is the second or third time that the that the click has vetoed the head coach. That's right. They do it a lot. They do it a lot. They 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 do it a ton. They did it. They they they, they first they did it towards Trey Lance. Then they did it when they tried to sprinkle Trey Lance in the game plan. They did it there, despite the fact that there's a history of that actually working in NFL. I mean, Pittsburgh did with the slash, right, Cordell Stewart. The point is, is that if the overall goal is to win, then they need to make decisions to help them win. Like, there's no excuse for them to do what they did. Like, for example, when Garoppolo went down, I'm like, they need to go get a quarterback that can win. Even if if the quarterback is one-dimensional or limited, go get a Cam Newton. Go get a Kaepernick. Just bring them in. Even if you don't sign them, bring them in. Show your team that you're you're committed. Yeah. So yeah. if they think that by I don't know, it sounds to me like they're coercing Purdy to, you know, they're they're crying coercing to play next year. What they mm-hmm. don't realize is that Purdy's already a millionaire. He has money already before he before he played NFL snap. He doesn't have to play football if he doesn't mm. want to. So it's likely Purdy won't be suiting up at the beginning of the year next year. That's how mm. I would look at it if I'm a GM. I can't count on him, and I can't count on Trey Lance. And the reason is because they're both injured. Right. You need to get somebody in your OTAs to learn the system now. Right. Period. Right. Yep. But you got to sign someone. Yep. I don't know. There's players that they can go after, but there's players sitting at home right now that you can say, hey, come on in. Hey, hey, look, Cam, come in. If you can learn the offense, you know, we'll give you an incentive lagging deal. You win the job, and then your salary is X or or Y. Yeah, I mean – they they got to scrape the bottom of the barrel at quarterback. That's how desperate they are right now, and it's their own fault. But you know what? There is a track record of, quote-unquote, bottom 
feeding quarterbacks doing well if they have the proper support in Seattle. Geno. Geno Smith. Geno. But you know what? Josh Johnson wasn't one of them. Sorry. Oh, no, no. Oh, God, no. 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 Mm-mm. No, I was worried about that and from the very get-go because if I'm not mistaken, I think I called it out every time I saw it. But I mean he had he had he's run Purdy on a quarterback draw a couple of times. Um he, he Purdy's terrible on in quarterback sneaks. He's also late throwing the football, including where he got injured, he was late throwing the ball there. Um but he's a rookie. Sometimes he just doesn't he doesn't have that anticipation to let it go. What he was was he was better athletically than Jimmy Garoppolo, and he was better yes. mentally, above upstairs than Trey Lance. And I don't trust. I, I love Trey Lance. I like the pick, but I thought that they would use Trey Lance like his dad used Elway, have him read half the field, big boots, long throws, run the ball most of the time. That's how I thought they would use him. Didn't think they were gonna you know try to turn him into Franco Harris. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Papa Dragon, I got to take some more calls. We got 20 minutes left in the show, man. But thanks for calling in. Shout out to you and your dad, man. Appreciate you. Thank you. You too. Drew Brady 89 says, how many times have the Niners gone in a half with no tur- uh, with no timeouts? Use them, man. The Niners experience. What's up, Grant? How you doing, man? Man, man I'm good. So yeah. all this talk about quarterbacks got my mind a little bit blown, and I'll explain. So okay. Trey Lance was the starter at the beginning of the year. All right, so that being said, did he outplay Brock and Jimmy? Because there was no word about Brock being better because he even barely made the damn team because they got rid of the other quarterback. Right, yeah. he went down, all right, they weren't even doing the same offense as they were doing with Brock Purdy, which I think Lance would have been able to run that just fine. But they didn't do that. But then you also see how the team was not about Lance and they were about Jimmy, and they still lost games with Jimmy in the beginning of the year. So I don't think the offense just was not clicking. Agree. Second half, Brock comes in. He's like a fucking savior, and he yeah. did really good. I'm not against Brock. I love Brock. He's doing great. But I really feel like that Trey Lance will start next year, or else Brock would have started instead of Trey Lance. He would have been better. Just like for example, better. if if Brock had started at the beginning of the season and Trey had been the savior at the end, it probably could have went the same way, right? Like the yeah. offense was struggling. The offense got it together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's wild. But yeah. that's real. I wanted to say, man, you're doing great, and have a good one. Where are you calling from? I am calling from Jonesboro, Arkansas. Jonesboro, Arkansas. Niner fans are everywhere. Are you the only Niner fan there? Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for calling in, man. How about thanks? Later. All right, man. Take care. All right, now here we here he is, the man, the myth, the legend, the Ramelia. SB <laughs> champs. What's up, brother? We're still champs as we speak. We had a bad season, horrible season. We stood down, and guess who still couldn't win? The can't get right crew from Santa Clara. The San Francisco 49ers. And guess what? And and unfortunately for Brock Purdy, I hate injuries. Coming from someone who played the 2018 Super Bowl, my team without Cooper Cup, with Mm. uh, a broken down Todd Gurley. Um, Injuries suck. But the reason why the Niners lost the Super Bowl is because of what position? The quarterback position. Brock Purdy came in and was playing good. Um, He he was. was, Imagine if they didn't even pick up Brock Purdy. Kyle Shannon would still be at under 500. And he may be beyond the cutting block already. And, and it's funny because they got Yeah, the if NFC. they had to have like an entire season of Josh Johnson, no offense, Josh. Yeah. And why was he that back? Or or, or 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 who the who was the other one? <laughs> Sudfeld. If Sudfeld yeah. was the guy, oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, right. And, yeah. and so Brock Purdy, what I, the way I look at him, he's a gamer. He's young enough to be agile, mobile. He can throw, he's basically Jimmy G inside the numbers. He gets rid of the ball quick, but he's a little guy. 
Remember Jay yeah. Cutler yeah. had a problem getting, you know, he would always have uh, shoulder injuries when somebody laid on him. Now you can't lay on the quarterbacks. Yeah. But unfortunately, he got hurt, so we couldn't really see him against a real good team. Because the only yeah. good team that the Niners beat was Kansas, or lost, uh, played was Kansas City. Kansas City. And they lost. And then Tua yeah. crapped the bed. There was some open Big throws, time. and he missed them. But everybody yeah. else said they're puffing that we got we won 12 games. Yeah, but who yeah. did you play? Who exactly. did you play? And then somebody. They beat Dallas. Comes, they beat but Dallas. Dallas beat themselves. Like Dak. Well, Dak, did, Dak was going to Dak, and he Dak. And that's a mystery. All, the field. Dak. Yeah. All he had to do was yeah. not throw any picks, and they had a chance and he to threw, win. He, he threw three. The Niners caught two. But um, but I wanted to ask you this, Grant. Um, you follow this team. Um, I come in and I follow them from afar. I just look at your stories. You're, you're very good because you you basically call it all it is. You know, there's a lot of Niner content creators who are in their feelings. Oh, you know, this is the year. Well, wait a minute. Let them prove it first. The, the, right. It's like my Dodgers. We win 110 games. And then, right. And then crap in the playoffs. Wow. That's the Niners. The Niners, the are, Niners the Dodgers. are the Dodgers. Except yes, the Dodgers did win that one. I was also least... comparing the Niners to the Memphis <laughs> Grizzlies, but the Dodgers are a fair <laughs> comparison. Yeah. Yeah. But at least yeah. we got the chip. And same thing with yeah. my Rams. Yes, we suck this year. Like my yeah. Amanda earlier in the call. The Rams Maybe suck. the worst yep. defending the defending Super Bowl champion season ever. That was yeah. bad. But yeah. I, if you were to tell me, look, you're going to win the championship, and the next year you're going to suck. Okay, I'll take it. Fine. Hey, <laughs> I'm guaranteeing everybody fine. in this yeah, chat would fine. say the same thing. That um, is true. Actually, I swear I feel like Kyle Sandin has brainwashed Niner fans to make them feel like what's important is to be in the mix every year, not to win it once. I swear. Yes. They still buy the jerseys. It's um, crazy, you know, man. Yeah. Uh, the other thing, I know you got a, a limited time. I want to ask you this, Grant. Kyle, sure. Kyle Shanahan and McVay, right? We go back and forth. Um, they're both very good offensive minds, right? Um, uh, uh, um, uh, um, okay, so McVay was getting burned out with this season. All the guys hurt. Even Aaron Donald went down. The first year in his career, he went down. Cooper Cup went down. Staff went down. Three left tackles. Horrible season. Um, Amazon was offering him $100 million to be a TV analyst. Is anybody offering Kyle Shanahan? That's how great he is. Oh, no, 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 no. PBS. No. I heard word in the street is PBS offered him $50 a year to no. come in. Um, Kyle and, has no charisma. That's what I'm Sean saying. McVay has, Sean McVay speaks with energy. He, yes. he sounds like John Gruden. He literally sounds like John Gruden. Like Kyle Shanahan is more like Belichick. I don't think anyone would want to listen to Belichick as a... As a uh, <laughs> I'm not saying he's a coach like Belichick, but the way he talks, it's almost like he wants to sound. It's almost like McVay studied Gruden and Kyle studied Belichick, and he just tries to go up there and be like, well, um. <laughs> it's like, man. Yeah. And, Kyle, and Kyle does not fall on the sword. He will never no. say that he was wrong. He About never anything. does. And right. McVay, at least, even when we had golf and golf was stinking it up. Well, it's you know, true. it's my fault. I didn't get guys in the right place. There's the it's difference true. between the two. And it's then true. here's guy. The Nick Shariani from the, the, the Eagles, first-year coach, beats Kyle in the NFC Championship game. and it's Second-year coach. Second-year, excuse me, second-year coach, beats Kyle. And how long has he been doing this? Why is he still learning on the job? Why are you having yeah. a back to well, Why is Kyle block? the one who has to mature? But Nick Sirianni was, was poised and prepared when he needed to throw the red flag. Kyle wasn't. And we haven't looked at this, but did he have a backup uh, tight end on Von Miller last year in the NFC Championship game? Uh, you know, in that, that last five minutes when the Rams, they couldn't keep the Rams out I'm of the backfield? I'm guessing not. I always felt like Kyle, <laughs> well, I don't know. Von Miller was killing him, right? So maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, he didn't, we'll learn, a from, he didn't yeah. learn a lesson from the last year when, when there was an edge rusher coming How in. How can you learn a lesson if you've never made a mistake? Exactly How? right. You That's can't. exactly right. But God bless you, Grant. Um, you know, we're licking our wounds, but at least we have the, the trophy on the shelf. 
And uh, Stan Kroenke got three hundred. One more week, million. baby. Enjoy but, it. Yeah, one more week, and Stan Kroenke too just uh, finalized the Woodland Hills project. One hundred acres, three hundred twenty-five million dollars for our 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 practice, practice facility. facility. Oh, nice! Imagine, imagine nice. the Yorks. Imagine getting a penny out of the Yorks. So God bless them. You know, Leeds United. You know, they that's where all their money goes. <laughs> Leeds United. That is that's silly. Yeah, yeah, but God bless you, brother. I appreciate you, and, and right, God man. bless Papa Cone. Love him. We'll be back. We'll be doing these all offseason. I'll see you again, man. Wonderful, brother. Thank you. Take care. Wilkes should help weak spot on defense, the DBs. That is true. He's a He is a great DB coach. He coached under Sean McDermott. Comes from a long line of good coaches. Irvin. What up, brother? What's up? Good to see you, man. It's been a while. It's been a while, man. How you doing? Man, I'm blessed, man. Can't complain at all. How you been? Same. Same. I've been Same. seeing you, man. I've been watching from the from the background, man. You've been killing it as usual. Thank you. But Thank uh, you. I just I just jumped jumped on here real quick, man, just to uh, give this this um, this idea that I had. Uh, okay. Because it just kind of dawned on me as uh, you know the season ended so pitifully. Um, what maybe maybe you can give me your opinion too. What do you think was the point of uh, after seeing Brock do what he did? What was really the point of re-signing Jimmy Garoppolo? What good did – what value did that bring? Right, because on the one hand, they're like, Brock just um, blew the doors. He's impressed us so much, so we kept him on the team. Okay, well, if he impressed you that much, then why would you bring back Jimmy? Why did you need Jimmy, right? You were impressed with Brock. Brock was great, and he ended up being great. Like, you were right. Why didn't you trust – now, mate, I, that's a good question. It's a good question. Now, you can't really fault Jimmy. Like, Jimmy did fine. He lost some games he should have won. But he did fine considering he wasn't there at training camp. But again, Kyle, like, why didn't you go with your gut? Didn't you see it? You saw it. Or did you see it? You know what I'm saying? I don't understand. It must have yeah. saw something. I mean, Did you, did you see Greasy, it or not? Well, yeah, did exactly. Brian, did Brian Greasy give you some, you know, some type of yeah. analysis of the guy? I mean, did you not yeah. trust your coach? Or did you yeah. not trust your rookies? Which yeah. we know you don't because that's why Trey was. But here, let, let me get let me get uh, real um, bleak for you. Maybe it's a good thing that Brock, Brock didn't play right away because Kyle can't keep a quarterback healthy for more than eight games. Irvin, eight. <laughs> killing me, man. He's killing me, man. He is I don't see how Kyle me. develops a pattern. I mean, it goes back to Washington with RG3. How does he look these quarterbacks in the eye and then go to the press conference and be like, oh, I'm sorry that RG3 messed up his knee. I'm sorry that Josh Johnson hit his head. Like, wow, dude. Damn. Bro, that press conference That's, was brutal. Wow. That, that was brutal, bro. He was really yeah. just taking all the blame off himself. Like, I'm like, yeah, crazy. come on. Come Again, on. it felt like a 15-year-old sitting down with his dad and his dad's like, all right, man, you just, you just crashed a fifth car. What happened this time? And he's like, do we even have to? I told you what happened. That's a stupid question, Dad. It's just like, dude, <laughs> you're acting like a kid who got in trouble and is deflecting blame. It's crazy, man. It's, you've done this before. You've That's gotten in I, trouble I, before. I, I, We've had this conversation before, Kyle. Look, I'll leave you with yeah. this, man. And I always, and I'm going to stick to this until he proves me wrong. He's a great coordinator. He's a great play caller. All that, but as far as being the head coach, being a leader of men, it's not it. It's not you haven't, it. You it's haven't crossed that bridge. And, yet, you know, th- there have been guys like that throughout. I mean, 
Norv Turner was that way. And I don't think Norv yeah, Turner was. was. He had a different type of personality. He was kind of quiet and meek. Kyle's yeah. just extremely arrogant. But for whatever reason, he's not a leader of men. I'm with you. Kyle, you know, Jim Harbaugh was a leader of men, but he's also not a champion either. Not a champion. That is and true. For, I don't know what it is. He's never going to be a champion, I don't think. And I don't know that Kyle will either. Yeah, that's just the one gene that his daddy just didn't pass down to him, man. So Yeah, it's too bad. I don't know, man. All right, man. Good to see you, dude. You too, bro. All right, next Irvin. time, man. Take care. All right, next time. If BP comes in instead of JG, do we have the number one seat? Yeah, that's a good question. If Yes, if Kyle Shannon could keep a quarterback healthy for more than two months at a time. Dustin, what is going on? You're uh, muted. Just press a little mic button on your screen right there. Boom, there you go. Hey, hey uh, what's up, Grant? Hey, uh, first, first and foremost, I think I don't know if Bosa is coming back. Tell me. <laughs> All right, because I think about it. Uh, so his his, uh, his um, agent says uh, his agent says uh, he might take a pay cut, right? Or he said that doesn't uh, have to be the highest paid, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Blah blah blah. That sounds like yeah. he's trying to uh, avoid the the Forrest Buckman treatment, where he gets shipped out somewhere else. Oh, where they're like, look, Bosa, we like you, but we're not going to spend $40 million. We're not going to spend what you could get from another team. We know you could get more somewhere else, and we're not going to do that. That's interesting. Yeah, he he said he wanted to play with his brother. And and at the end of the contract, I can see that happening. Yeah. And him not wanting to stay around. I hate to be bleak. Hey, man, I mean, if they trade him and get a bunch of first-round picks, I would understand it. I would understand it. That's a lot of money to spend on one player. Who yeah, doesn't play doing the same, you're, you're doing the same thing that you did with Kinlaw, and that's not the greatest idea. That's true. That's true. But again, what they not did with the Kinlaw same. was trade. They traded Buckner for one first round pick and spent it on. Like Buckner was the seventh pick in the draft. They he got better. They traded him at 25 years old for the 13th pick in the draft. Like whoa, you lost that trade. Buckner was a top seven pick who probably could have went. Should have been top three in retrospect. There's no way you were going to replace him at pick 13. I never understood that's, that. That's but with point. Bosa, now, maybe what you could say is you're not going to replace him, but if you get three first-round picks, you could get three pass rushers. Yeah, or you know yeah, what I mean? two, two edge rushers yeah. and, a, and, a, and, a, and a right Something like that. Yeah, and, then and cap space. A serious, that's a serious problem solved. Yeah. Okay, Interesting. So just, him saying, I don't need the money. Okay, maybe, maybe, maybe this is already happening. Who knows? Because you know the Niners are going to – the first offer they make, Bosa is going to be lowball, and he's going to say, ooh, ooh, maybe I'll go play in Florida where there's no taxes. And then on the Niners side of things, if they play out – if they, they take his fifth – he's still in this rookie contract, right? If he take his fifth year. Okay, so if they take his fifth year option, he plays another year, and if they really want to keep him, they cap uh, – they, they use they the – tag um, him. The tag, tag him, him, yeah. Uh, it's expensive too, though. It's expensive too, though. So So – Kyle's not. He's he's like almost doing a really good job. Yeah, <laughs> that's such a that's oh, that's Kyle. He's almost so doing close. a really good job. The Kyle Shanahan story, love it. Yes, so, so, well put. Yeah, just let let play. Uh, let Trey Lance play the same playbook that you want him to play. Not some. He's not Kyle Uzicek. Yeah. You have Kyle Uzicek. Yeah, run him up the middle. It's fine. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. he gets paid for that. It's amazing. Uh, so if it, it, I, like one of your last callers said, uh, just give him the playbook that you gave Brock Purdy, like let yeah. him run those plays and he'll do fine. Yeah. Uh, now on Kyle's other bad job is like in '94, 
Uh, a dropped pass that got called as catch is bad luck. That's bad luck. In 2023, it's bad coaching. There's a challenge flag. You're, <laughs> you're allowed holding, to throw the flag. Holding it. What could go wrong? It's, it's the on championship you. game. You, you like, it's either we win the challenge yeah, or, or we lose the challenge, but we at least And you get two the of them. You get two. If we win the challenge, we're not going home tomorrow. We're still in the fight. Right. Yeah. So, so, okay. That's that a tough one, man. To me, on, man. like, that's going to be what Niner fans remember the most about Kyle. Because Kyle can always kind of, like, deflect, like, you know, <laughs> it's not my fault. It's, Kyle, it's Tyler Cross' fault. Like, that was his fault. No one else's fault. You didn't throw the challenge flag. That's your job. And it's inexcusable. There's nothing he could say. All he said was, "Yeah, I just didn't. I didn't see the the replay. So, so, who cares?" And then the last it. thing I got, I was gonna go into Harbaugh, but never mind. Uh, yeah, the last you. thing, yeah, last thing I got is, you know, who would have been a, a great pair for Kyle to, to roll out his uh, Wildcat offense? Jeff Wilson Jr. and Mary Moster. <laughs> that would've been great. Would have been fun. As, as a matter of fact, we have prologue for if passes prologue, Rohan Mostert is taken over an NFC Championship game by himself without having if only. to pass the ball. That's so funny that Kyle Shanahan said maybe we, we shouldn't run the ball. Yeah, that's how you won the other NFC Championship game. Where you that's just, how you like, won. Ran all over the you, right. You, got, like, and and this time he wanted back. to pass. You've got a wide receiver that's not a running back, but he's probably one of the best running backs in the league. Yeah, you got the. One of the best running backs in the league that's also one of the best wide receivers in the league. And you're going to try and pass the ball with Josh Johnson. Just hand the ball off, my guy. Or Hold play on. your wildcat. Let me look at this real quick. So, okay. Bach Purdy gets hit here. Okay. They ran the ball three times in the game before Brock Purdy was out. Three runs before the quarterback got hurt. That's too bad. Three. And you're trying to run play action with a seven-step drop and – it, it against the, against the pass rush with you, seventy you sacks. You didn't even open the run yet. Why are you? Run, why are you doing it with a ball? with a you silent cadence? With a silent cadence. They can't even they can't even get him off off balance with like no dude Kyle. He's too smart for me, man. I, I'll I'll never understand how smart he is. But it is Purdy's fault he got hurt. Like oh yeah, also, he should have stepped up. It's also his uh, Trey Lance's fault that he broke his ankle trying to yeah. slide when you told him to slide when he doesn't he before that he's like i don't slide yeah and then he slides and gets bro- ankle broken well he that is true doesn't know how to slide that's true that's exactly what <laughs> happened what? yeah all right, yep. all right that's, that's all true. i got all right dustin all right. i appreciate your uh i feel your frustration what's up one more thing have you been to um to my favorite restaurant in uh seattle where's where i'm at um bongo's cafe no where's bongo's oh. It's, it's like Green Lake area on a... Uh, okay. Uh, I'm okay. always downtown. Yeah, but it's, it's just like straight up Aurora. It comes from, okay. goes from downtown. You can't miss it. You're gonna, it's going to kind of be a hard to get around the block. Bongo's. <laughs> Bongo's Cafe. All it, right, man. Thank you. I'll be there. I'm looking for some new spots in Seattle because I always go to the same places. So thank you. No, no All, right, man. All right. Later. Cool Frog, I know you've been waiting around, but like you've been running. Are you ready? Cool Frog, you can, you can end the show. If you're ready. Are you ready? You ready? Yes. Let's do this, man. All right. Okay. Is this on? All right. You're on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Can you hear me? 
Yeah, stop moving. Okay, that's fair enough. Okay. So, I want to come on here with a differing opinion. I don't think it's Kyle's fault. I'm, I'm going to disagree here. I don't think it's okay. Kyle's fault because I think it's just unlucky injury. And especially on the play, you know, where, yeah, you shouldn't block Hassan Reddick with the third string tight end. I think we can all agree on that. <laughs> but on that play. Kyle can't agree I on used, that, but okay, okay, okay. Kyle won't, even, play, Kyle won't even give you that, but okay. But on that play, Ayuk mm. is wide open. He is. He's wide open down the field. If Brock Purdy throws it, he doesn't get injured, and it's probably True. a touchdown. True. So I just think it's bad luck that all this happened. And I don't think we should fire, fire Kyle. I mean, he's taken this team to great heights that we haven't seen since Harbaugh. It's true. And Harbaugh is a giant choker. Prove that with Michigan. He is. But, uh, is Kyle? Know, when it comes, uh, is Kyle? He's had his choking moments, but I think he's okay. gotten better at, at it as the year went on. I don't think we can say that yet because he okay. didn't really have a chance in the NFC Championship game because his quarterback went down okay. and then he had you. to rely on you. Josh Johnson. Sure. He sucks. <laughs> Sorry, Josh. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, apologize. Josh. I mean, just only because he's from Oakland, me, but you know, yeah. yeah, yeah, he can still play better than me, but you know, no, yeah, but uh, okay, I hear you, man. I mean, I don't want to yeah. argue with you. I mean, I feel you, I yeah. feel you, I do. Hope you're right. Otherwise, and, if if I'm right, it's a very bleak situation the Niners are in. If you're right, it is. yeah, then they got hope for next year. They can win Money. the Super Bowl next year. Yeah, yeah. Do you think they will? Uh, do you think Kyle think, Shanahan will win a Super Bowl uh, as the head coach of the 49ers? I think he'll win one. I don't know if it will be with four Niners. It just depends on how Jed York sees the situation. Jed York stays back. I think he can, and I think he will mm. win a Super Bowl. Mm. But if Jed York gets involved again, like he did with Harbaugh, I think we got a dark future ahead because that's fair. You, you, Jed you York, can't say you know, firing Harbaugh. It he had a reason to do it because he was choking and he you know never really brought it when it came to the big games. But he didn't have anyone to replace him with. Exactly. And he just went down. Exactly. You know. And I think that's what Niner fans are afraid of. When you say fire or trade Kyle, people are like, well, I remember Jim Tom Sula. What the hell are you talking about? And it's fair. Like, you know, Jed York isn't exactly Jeffrey Lurie. It's, there's no guarantee that the Yorks would, would get it right. But at the same time, John Lynch is a respected executive. This this roster is really good. I, th- I think you could get some coaches who are good who would want to – but again – who do, who's the right one? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not in there. I don't know. Isaiah Steichen. Let's see what he does in the, in the Super Bowl. The Niners are in a tough spot, yeah. though, because a bunch of guys have already gotten fired. I've already gotten hired, so you wouldn't be getting your pick. You'd be getting, like, the leftovers. So maybe if you do fire Kyle at something next year if he misses the playoffs, that way you can do it immediately and get the first, you know, choice of coaches. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Would you fire him Kyle- next year if he misses the playoffs? Uh, I I would say he's on the hot seat. I, hot seat, I would keep okay. him one more year, and okay. then if he misses two consecutive, that year, then you fire him. two consecutive yeah, two non-playoffs consecutive without right. the playoffs, right. you fire right. him because okay. that's just not okay. acceptable. It's fair. But, it's fair. Yeah, unless like injuries take down the whole team and no one can play. Which, all right. You know, all right. All right. Can't really control. Okay, that. man. So where you at? Uh, I am at Nebraska. Nebraska. Yeah. Cool. We're everywhere. We're <laughs> Niner fans. Yeah. Absolutely, man. All right, well, have a good weekend. Yep, thank you. All right, cool frog. Thanks for watching. I got through every single caller today. That's a record. I'm, and we did it in two hours. Yes, good stuff today. Oh, JB Forty Nine trying to come in at the end, dude. The show's over. Sorry, man. JB, show's over. 
two hour. I'm at the I'm at the buzzer. Next time, L, you're welcome to come in. Sorry about that, man. Uh, but the show's over. I'll be back. I don't know if I'll do another stream this weekend, but I'll be doing little intermittent, you know, maybe vlogs around the bay. And then on Monday, you know, Ryan, Larry, the crew, the schedule's back. See what happens with the Niners. Maybe they'll get a defensive coordinator this weekend. Maybe we'll have something to talk about. Peace.